0: what's up max you are back this week uh i'm back off a little hiatus i look really pale but i don't know why i was outside a lot so maybe my lighting's is yeah, well, off
1: compared to me it's
0: <laughs> yeah you look like a ghost it's probably snowing up there now or getting ready to snow right
1: i heard someone said it snowed here on monday like it snowed in the air but then it melted when it came to the ground but i was at home like at my parents house so it didn't do that there so I, I, I don't know I don't think it has snowed here yet. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Well, anyway, we're not here to
0: talk about snow and I'm definitely not here to talk about Finland. We're here to talk about RC racing and there's nothing going on in Finland because it's cold. Uh probably 10 scale. But uh let's drop that intro and get into some 8 scale RC stuff. <sighs>
2: Nitro is the glory.
0: Yes, indeed, Nitro's the glory, but e buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 148 of the No Name RC podcast. I'm your host, Keenan White, a.k.a. Lefty the Great, and I guess it's official, you know, you're more involved. Yeah, you're an official co-host now, Arrogant Max, a.k.a. Yeah. I mean, Max Mort, Arrogant, yeah, Max Mort, a.k.a. Arrogant Max. I think you like your I new mean, nickname.
1: Um, I don't mind it uh i guess to me like the word arrogant doesn't mean much so i don't really care i don't know i don't know how people take that i don't know if it's like a negative word in english it kind of is it is it is very negative
0: but it's fun because you are a bit arrogant um but that's fine because you're pretty smart some people are embracing it it's hard not
1: to be arrogant when you're always right see what i mean
0: that's exactly why people call you arrogant, Max. (laughs) just because the statement's (laughs) just like that like you know what i mean yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you don't know why I'm called arrogant, Max. Whoa, there you go. Uh, thank you yeah. for coming well, on. I, I
1: know where it comes from. I don't. I don't. I'm not surprised. But people are embracing it. it.
0: People are embracing it, and they like it. Um,
1: yeah.
0: But yeah, you're officially on. That's cool. You've been worked with us all year. It's good that now you know you're going to be working a lot more. We're looking to revamp the podcast going into 2022, and you're going to be a big part of that. So thank you, and it's going to be fun working with you uh, a lot. We've been working together a lot anyway. Uh, but now mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit more official. So thank you for that. Uh, shout out. I just want to, you know, before we get in, I have to obviously say thank you to everybody uh, who supports the podcast. We, we dropped two last week. Uh, was it last week we dropped two or the week before? Yeah,
1: we recorded a short one. Yeah, yeah it was two and last you week. And you released the Joseph. Yes. Uh, longest podcast ever. Well, not well, longest. Longest but recording. Yes. It took five recording. days to record that. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Five days and four sittings. So we got that done. Hopefully you enjoyed that. That was actually a good chat with uh, Joseph. And I look forward to catching up with him when he gets back to Finland next, next week. He has one more race left. Uh, he's in France, so he's going to some race there. He's probably going to meet up with Felix and, uh, and whatnot and, and, and do something there. And um, we'll talk more about him because he actually, ha- I think he had a decent show in it. We're going to talk about the Reds GP and all that stuff a little bit. in Mm -hmm. in today's podcast but uh, thank you to all of the NNRC squad around the world Uh, guys thank you for the support we can't do without you guys Uh, remember if you want to even get even closer and talk even more and it's just getting it's growing we got about 110 people in there now join our NNRC discord because it's it's I'm loving it and you know what we're talking about something that we just found out something today that we're talking about in there right now as we're recording this so you, you that's where you what kind of you know, you always going to have Facebook and all that stuff, but the Discord just a little bit more personal, and it will have a link in this written description. Uh, thank you to you guys. Obviously, shout out and thank you to the patrons of the podcast. Uh, we can't do it without you guys. You guys got early release of this week's guest, which was Burke Ann Killick. Great talk with him. 15 years old. You would never think he's 15. Even his voice is so deep, and he does not look 15. But uh, it was a good chat with him, and he seems very non about a lot of things in R.C., and... You're just like yeah i just heard to have fun and drive but it was still a great chat and i look forward to talking to borak borak seems a lot complete opposite he seems to take it very seriously so i look forward to that thank you to Cam for his time thank you to the patrons if you guys wish to become a patron of this podcast you can the link for that is in the written description of this podcast every little bit helps and it helps keep these bills paid and it goes towards you know getting new stuff and you know helping me get back doing rc and whatnot so i greatly appreciate that Obviously, we have sponsors, and we can't do it without you guys. We're coming up to the end of the year. Hopefully, our sponsors stay on with us. And if you are interested in possibly being a part of this podcast in 2022, hit us up. We, are, we have tiers and uh, advertising tiers for everybody. But uh, shout out to Mayako. I know everybody's waiting for this. We have a bunch of questions. Don't worry. We're waiting for it, too. I am. Uh, Joseph's not on today, so we're not going to be able to talk much about that. But from what I've seen with the Mayako, I can't wait. Shout out to Beach RC. They have their Masters of Dirt this weekend. Uh, The track looks really good. Uh, Lots of step ups and stuff. So I think Lucas built it. I think Lucas and the Beach RC crew. So congratulations to them. I don't know if Max is frozen or he's just asleep. Okay, there it
1: is. No, (laughs) I'm just asleep.
0: So good luck and shout out to everybody that's going to Beach RC for Masters of Dirt. That's really turning into a big off-road race. Everybody loves it has a lot of fun tnr fuels uh hey this this is another company that came on with us at the beginning of the year and they have grown immensely good to see chris nelson Uh, hopefully i'll be able to run some of his fuel when i get to california in february for for dnc shout out to high tech rc i'm starting to see a lot more people running high tech products that's awesome i love my rdx2 pro uh pro charger uh hopefully they can send us some product for giveaways at the end of the year for our Christmas show and maybe even help us out with a project that we're doing. I, yes. Lefty has another project going on. He's got a bunch of projects going on and I don't know how he does it, but he's got them. So I have another project going on. Uh, and shout out to techno RC, some, some moves coming out of techno. I'm hearing one of these moves we're going to talk about today. Hopefully uh, if, if, if this is true, it's, it's possible. So shout out to Techno RC, another longtime supporter of the podcast. Sun City RC Raceway, Donder in El Paso. Shout out to the Showers family, Joey, Christian, and Corbin. And thank you for all their support. Lugs Racing Tires, Donathan RC, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, Racecraft USA. Of course, RCGP. I hear episode number four is being worked on and driven and should be out soon. And then we have House of RC who uh, is planning a big update I hear and has some cool features coming out. If you have not made your profile there, please go ahead and do it. And also if you're looking for coupon codes, we have we can save some money with Donathan RC, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, and of course Racecraft USA and Lugs RC. We have some coupon codes for that. And that's all in the written description of this podcast. And there goes Max swallowing hard. We got to work on that swallow, Max. And um, I just want to shout out a couple people real quick. Uh, shout out and happy birthday to one of our patrons, Martin Gilles. Uh, It's his birthday today. And I want to shout out to my boy, Larry, the Pink Pinion Crusader. Uh, Joey Fisher, he is headed to Mod. It's like his biggest race that he goes to every year. And he goes all out for this. And I'm sure we're going to have another Mod versus Stock debate with him after this. So have fun. It's going to be interesting to see what hijinks he gets into this year. Last year, he came out in a Borat uh, G-string thingy. <laughs> you know, like what Borat uses in that. that I know, in this room, so. And yeah, he always has fun at this race. And I also want to, I got a mail call and I actually left it at home. I wrote this down, but uh, I got a mail call from my buddy, Eddie Fikes, longtime friend of mine uh, out there in Las Vegas. He's been making his own dry rub <clears throat> uh, for meat and all that stuff. So I ordered up a bottle of that and I got it her the other day and it tastes really good. It's really, it's peppery. I love it. And uh, I meant to bring some her and show it. I have it her, and um I'm gonna do some meat up with it, but you can put it on everything, so I've been putting it like on just when you boil make potatoes or whatever anything like that so uh check him out. Uh, you can hit up Eddie Fikes or find it's called uncle Eddie's dry Rob, I believe, and I'll put the link for the for the um for that there He's a long time friend of mine a small business I'm trying to trying to help him out a little bit and get him some business. you know we support small business all right max so um. Yeah, we did two podcasts last week. And then I took a little break. I had some visitors here. So I had a, a friend here, well, uh, and, and like a, a younger nephew. So I was taking him around. So I got to, you know, I was doing tour guide and party life for a week. And I definitely ain't caught up for party <laughs> life anymore. And when I mean by party life, I was out to 12. <laughs> Not him. <laughs> and it was fun. Uh, it's been a while since I've done anything like that. So it's like area, like locations that I don't, haven't been in a long time. And you know, showing him around, and he's blown away by everything because he's never seen anything like this. Uh, got to see a fight, that was fun. Always good to see a fight. Good Haitian versus Dominican <laughs> fight, uh, where the Haitian guy pulled out a knife, and then I was just sitting. I actually had a few Ooh. drinks, so I have. I had a few drinks. Uh, I've. I've not. I've obviously stopped. Broken the tack on that. So we had a few drinks and I was just watching him. I so said, the Haitian guy pulled out a knife and then all the Dominican guys are like, hey, what's going on? And then they're going to fight. And then the taxi drivers are there and the taxi drivers are like, the Haitian guys trying to run, run on the taxi drivers and the taxi drivers are like, hey, get away. And I'm sitting there like, oh, wow, this is fun. And I'm watching this. And then like one of the taxi drivers comes. I just put my beer, brand new beer, cold beer, put it right there. Like it was like where you sit, it's like on a balcony and they're like kind of just on the mm-hmm. sidewalk there. So they can still reach up. I was just talking to this guy and he comes running and he grabs my fresh brand new cold shit! I value these things because I don't, I haven't drank them in a while and I'm not probably not going to drink again until Christmas. He picks it up as I just put it on runs off and then throws it at this kid, at this guy. And then like all these people chase this guy up to the street and then the cops came and took him away. So, wow. And then he came back and bought me another beer. So, I was happy about that. So, what the cops let him go? No, the this was the taxi drive, one of the taxi drivers who was chasing. Oh, it was like,
1: oh, okay, okay, okay. okay.
0: Yeah, once that guy pulled out the knife, dude, that's what like I thought. I thought it
1: was, yeah, I thought I was, I was, I thought it was the guy with the knife who got your Yeah,
0: once that guy pulled okay. out the knife, like that's when everybody was like, hey, no, you know what I mean? At first, it was just yeah. started as two guys that were fighting, and then the other guy pulled out the knife, and then everybody, you know,
1: so I, I mean, I can't even imagine this, like. Oh,
0: it was super fun. This
1: didn't happen over here.
0: (laughs) It was super fun. Like, it's just like, it's just so much, like, this is just every, like, this isn't, this, look, people's like, Keenan's lefty, left is insane. This is just, like, things, this is the Wild West on her. And things like this I mean, yeah, I mean. I did not feel for my safety at any point. In fact, I was just watching the whole thing. I watched the whole thing unfold. Yeah. It happened right in front of me.
1: Uh, I mean, I get, I get probably used to it if if I see that quite often. So yeah, I've seen. And I bet you've seen that going out uh, out in. I've seen worse. In our I've world. seen.
0: I'm seeing. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm seeing a lot worse. Her, <clears throat> her is real life, man. Her is real life. You know. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. People and, and and it's beautiful and it's lovely. Her, but like that, it, like anything, it can go, it can go bad. Luckily, luckily, no guns were drawn in this one because then yeah. a lot of times they like to just start shooting and then. Phew,
1: yeah, then then anything can happen. Yeah,
0: and it was a, it was just so congested. So to say all of that, uh a little bit of party life, um yeah, I'm too ill for that shit. Uh that's what I figured out. <laughs> and like being out to twelve o'clock was like I was so dead the next day. And like this and I only drank one night and then like the other nights that we went out yeah. I didn't drink. But uh good time uh reminds me of why I love this country and why I'm here because I can see stuff like that, and it's not a big deal to me. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, I feel perfectly safe. All right. Uh, How about you, man? How's university life? I know we got to get on. We got a lot to talk about. What's
1: going on with you? Yeah. Nothing much. I have exams next week, so I've been kind of focusing a lot more on studying. Uh, But apart from that, nothing major. Nothing major, really. Just life. Life goes on. Yeah, you've been that's following in RC.
3: <laughs> that's about it, though.
0: That's you know that, yeah. Yeah, definitely be on top of RC because we've been talking in our WhatsApp groups. Uh,
1: oh, oh yeah. I mean Discord, that just, you know that's just that's I mean. the way I yeah. I open Facebook once in a while and all that, so I can see RC news. So I will keep in touch, and the Discord actually has been really good. I've been I've been actually really excited. I I've been using it quite often, so I dig it.
0: No, that's good. That's good. Should we go? Should we go into some questions? should we get right into the news what do you think
1: um, um, the news is- well today. let's go through the news let's let's uh, catch up with the Reds GP first I all think right. that's the all right the well sort of the news story of well as you we guys have. know
0: that the RC news is brought to you by TNR fuels and high-tech RC here at the NNRC we are all about that glory and that glory is Nitro TNR fuels is the hottest fuel on the market owned and operated by Chris Nelson and his family made by racers for racers. The fuel is currently available throughout the USA and he is starting up international shipping. So hit him up. I'm actually going to try and get some down here to the DR for more information or to support TNR fuels, or just to purchase some go to www.tnrfuels.com or contact Chris Nelson directly at Chris at tnrfuels.com. Or you can find them on house of RC or Facebook. And of course, we are sponsored by High Tech RCD, one of the longest operating servo companies in RC. Hightech is an RC, is an high-tech RC is a leader in RC systems, delivering the highest performance and reliability, supported by a dedicated customer service personnel. I believe they have a really great warranty on their products as well. The HSBC 9381 TH servers have efficient brushless motors, titanium gears, low consumption constant output in a metal case and they regenerate power back into your batteries upon braking. the rdx2 the rdx2 pro charger which i have can charge up four cell pack four two four cell packs in just 45 minutes and provide power for your engine heating needs and tire warming needs also you can you know, charge your phone off it and whatnot. And it's a Bluetooth dongle. You can monitor all this stuff from your phone. I am geeking out on that. And hopefully I'll be putting some high-tech servers in Operation Gas, Olean, which is coming up soon. And uh, that that can go all over high-tech. I know I'm still going to do Operation 115, but that had to be put on the backbench for a little while. Operation 115, still an initiative, but I had to go on the backbench. Because we had some problems, but we're to the, We're going to get for that fixed. So, Trust in High Tech, your servo and charger headquarters. Visit High Where to buy for your nearest retailer? All right, Max. So, uh, starting out, let's go real quick. Um, I just really wanted to touch on the Spanish nationals. Congratulations to Robert Badier, his fourteen no. time, hmm. fourteen time uh, Spanish national champion. I thought that. Uh, I thought that. Uh, Watch McQualet would win this week.
1: Uh, oh, Canas! I thought
0: Canas uh, would had the championship in the bat, in the bat. You know what I mean?
1: No, no, no. Mario already uh, won it uh, in the third round. So Robert won the first two rounds and finished mm-hmm. third in the third one. So he already had locked in because I, I believe Canas had uh, some issue because they count three out of four. Okay. So Canas uh, didn't have a win, so he couldn't make it. So. Uh, I think that's that was it. All, like it only was confirmed now because it, the Spanish uh, nationals have some rule that you ha- have to attend all four, which is a bit weird. But yeah, that's why it was only confirmed here because you have to. He had to attend the race, but Canas won the race. Uh, to me, it's a bit surprising. Like I wonder did the, the engine engine change mid season affect any of this? But Robert hasn't seemed like he's been too fast in the last last two races. Well, he was Here, good like at buggy land. He was starting six the main. Well, yeah, he was good at buggy land, but he still had some issues. Mm-hmm. Like in quali, he qualified in the B and all that. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just that he's been having, like, some bad luck. Races haven't been going his way or something. But, I don't know, hard to say at this point. You would have to see more, to be sure.
0: Yeah, I think... Um... He's also we're getting to the point like he's he's getting up he's what in his thirties now too I would say so mm-hmm. uh, maybe yeah. other things are prioritized over what he has. I mean, before.
1: he won he won his first uh, European Championships over fourteen years ago. Yeah,
0: so that's the thing. Maybe I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, maybe we're just kind of like expecting him to be the the you know the Robert Batty of old, and it's really hard for anybody to yeah. be that uh you know just be that consistent for so long on mm-hmm. on and on and, and anything you know what i mean i mean and then and, and then he's got to also be hungry about this and want to do it and all that type of stuff which i believe he is so i'm not worried about that but man can ass just he kicked the ass on this track like um
1: yeah, this was like, this was a Kinasis track. Like, the type, the flow of the track, the grip level, everything, it matches how he drives. He's very good on tracks like this, so. And also, the multi-surface style of tracks. Mm-hmm. I do believe he still runs Seismic, so usually Seismic is really good on tracks like this. Remember Montpellier and all that. Yeah, Obviously, their big thing is the polished surface, but I, I believe Seismic has good threads for tracks like this.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to bring up because this, this this race really had some really great coverage. So I just want to bring up some of that. Yeah, that while we while we're doing it, we're gonna go a few minutes in to to do that while we do it. But what what blew me away about this because I actually I actually learned about this in the Mayako Discord. So one of the guys was it the Mayako Discord?
1: No, no MRC. No, it
0: was the NNRc. I see that I get confused with him, but he is part of the the. I believe he's part of the Mayako Discord. So he mm-hmm. he was like, man, it's going to be... He, remember, he's like, it's really going to be really good coverage and all this type of stuff. So I was like, all yeah. right, so how how good is the coverage going to be? So I I really wanted to, you know, I really wanted to pay attention to this this week. And um, so when I, I did tune in, like, I think it was Saturday or Sunday, when I did tune in and I saw the, the coverage, I was like, oh, this is really good. Like, you know what I mean? Like... This is yeah, no I mean, joke. this was
1: professional-level coverage. Obviously, there's some things you would want to improve, like having the names instead of the numbers. You have it on... Slow speed oh, No. Oh, it just plays, yeah. Okay, yeah, but this was, like, multi-camera... Uh, the, the, the announcer was going wild, which is cool. I don't understand Spanish, but it sounds like they're they're on it. So I mean, everything about it. We we picked the bats, but It just stuck on the. Yeah, yeah, it will turn. We, we'll <laughs> talk while it's
0: the... going. Look at that! Yeah. Like that's so awesome. Look at that. Um, yeah. Let's try and get
1: all, some of the audio. All the switches. From, and...
0: You know, they, they got a camera yeah, at the end of the street of Yeah.
1: Look and at this track. The track the nice. track is cool. I think it's sort of like it's sort of uh like modern meets old school, mm-hmm. like European. Mm-hmm. Because in Europe like a lot of tracks in Southern Europe used to be sort of multi surface, but the layout is very modern in sense of how tracks are like these days. And it's very it's not bumpy at all. So it's it's very modern in that sense. But sort of the the multi-surface and the style and what it looks is very old school which i really like
0: yeah and but it's it's it really has some really it really flows though if you really
1: yeah for sure (laughs) i
0: I love the the ash it has an asphalt bank corner at the end of the straightaway and the straightaway is carpet yeah and and then the jumps are carpet and then i like oh my gosh like we kind of was talking about this i think Ranafok was like this was my home track back when i was in spain and you know how, like we all say, it doesn't have yeah. a lot of big jumps and all that stuff. This, these type of tracks don't need big jumps. They just have jumps that make you no, go fast.
1: And, yeah, and the thing is, like, I don't mind big jumps at all. I think Joe is the best at doing this. But, like, for example, the jumps at PMB, it's just, like, so much airtime that it's not, like, fun anymore. It's just, like, you jump the car into air and then you wait for it to land. There's nothing you can really do about it. It's not faster to do any certain line or anything. But with Joey's tracks, you can, like, the way you jump the jumps, you can actually gain a lot of time by sort of scr- scrubbing him and all that. So I think Joey does a good job with this. But his jumps aren't very big, usually. Mm-hmm. They are big, but it's not, like, huge, like, uh, at some of the East Coast races, like, let's say, AMS in the past or PNB look or anything camera. like that. Look, look at that Like, all right, so you guys, if you if you
0: ain't watching this, if you're listening to this, you have to come watch it on YouTube. But, yeah. it, okay, what the best thing, okay, I have to talk about this. The This is probably the best coverage I've seen in such a long time and I could understand pretty much what the guys were saying in Spanish so that they were making it super excited. My only gripe, my only yeah. gripe is the overlay. Like, I just can't if, I don't know the car numbers, we can't see it. Now, if this and we don't know yeah, ta- yeah, exactly. lap time, so
1: and that will be very easy to add. Mm-hmm. You just stretch it out a bit, so but this track's that's, good. that's a bit annoying, but yeah, look, yeah, i think everything about this was like positive so i'd be very happy if we get coverage like this in the future as well but
0: here's my question and i just don't understand why this is a national how come like this would have been i don't know why didn't afro i'm not getting on afro so people can shut up before I, they go to, but this would have been great for nick and and and, my, and matt to to do like what they've done the last couple of weeks you know what i mean um Probably had the English version of it, but I mean, honestly, these people did such a good job. But maybe Effort just said, "Hey, let let them do their thing," you know what I mean? And yeah, that besides it not being in English, which it's just okay because it's not supposed to be in English. It's for the Spanish crowd, and the mm-hmm. overlay, I'm fine. Uh, I love it. Like I just love the racing, the track, I, concrete carbon. It's beautiful. It's awesome man and and then we got on a discussion about spain being the mecca of eight scale right now and when you got tracks like this and more it of course it is like this is the place you want to go to just do Mm eight scale i think right now in in the world so
1: yeah yeah i mean spain is very i mean spain is the sort of center of eight scale racing in europe it doesn't feel like it online or it doesn't feel like that in terms of how many fast drivers they have, but the amount of tracks, the amount of racing, and the fact that they ra- they can race all through the year, I think Spain is sort of the best place to do RC in Europe, especially eight scale. So, I, yeah. I think I think that's that's something that has been sort of missed. But now, to talk about sort of the live streaming and the aspect of that, I think, I mean, I find it a bit weird that like this isn't done by Efra because if if the spanish organization can do this why can't Efra do this like well, for more races and why why can't every just organization work together
0: why couldn't because we have they this
1: type they of they produce this you know yeah I mean? exactly like why wasn't why didn't this happen when Bogiland happened and why was this only in spanish like it's not it's not taken away from these guys if there's english commentary And it's not like Efra could still pay for the footage or something, or they can settle on what they want to do, but it works together. Like every, everything, everyone doing this by themselves Mm -hmm. is going to make it harder for everyone. And I think this was great. And what we need to do is continue doing stuff like this, but then work together with everyone. So everyone's on the same page right now. Everyone's trying to do their own thing, but no one's, no one has the uh, resources to do it properly.
0: I would agree. Um, this was awesome, man. I just kind of was like, wow, I can't believe maybe maybe there was some confliction and maybe they, they tried to work out something and it didn't happen. I don't know. Um, yeah, but I just, you know, this would have been great to do the, the, the course. You know, it's it's a national. So I thought that was the, the plan. Mm-hmm. But um, that's fine. That's I mean, we got it. And that, that was the best coverage, uh, in my opinion, f- uh, f- for commentating and for uh, camera angles. Uh, all right, so let's go on to and congratulations to Robert Badier, 14 fourteen-time national champion, and congratulations to Kanas, who is definitely, definitely, um, his stock has gone up in this year, and he is definitely oh
1: for sure he is yeah.
0: he is definitely one of. It's just a matter of when he can put it all together and start winning some of these bigger races ask and
1: yeah, I look he's forward- always second or third. Yeah. I don't know why that why that happens, but he's, he he hasn't gotten that big well, win he, did yet. Win.
0: he has won Montpellier and I think Montpellier is gonna be a big race this year. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens
1: I mean Yeah, but Next year. like it's always like when when he won Montpellier, like Like uh, what was it not this year but the year before
4: mm-hmm.
1: It's been always sort of like someone retires from the lead or something. Well, I mean last time he won it was pretty good
4: mm-hmm.
1: He pretty much dominated or sort of led through the main but a lot of these races were like he has been high up it's always like he he's almost just there so like he he just needs to i i want to see a race where canas just dominates like that's that's what he he could be able to do but it just hasn't happened yet the way Ongaro does it, it's like, it's crazy. Because Canas isn't that much slower than Ongaro. No,
0: uh, he's super fast. But he's fast. just that time
1: that he's, like, missing
5: something. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I made <him> a <laughs> mistake.
0: That was supposed to be muted.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, I'm trying to load up the, uh, the, the video from, watch me call it, from the Red GP. So that was what you guys heard. Mm. All right. Um... Great race. I enjoyed it. It was I I remember just messaging you and saying, "Man, look at the coverage. Like it's so great." I even sent it like David and I was like, "Wow." Like, you know. And uh yeah, the, just the overlay was my my biggest gripe of everything.
1: So Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 uh the, it was their I think their first race yeah. with this this group of people. Yeah. So I th- I mean this was good.
0: I would I would say so. Yeah. Definitely. All right. I'm trying to have this where it doesn't have any volume, but it's not working. Um, so what we want to do now is we're going to go to the reds GP here. Let's see if I could get this on a, on a bigger screen. There we go. Oh, that's too big. Um, all right, guys, we're trying to utilize our tools here at the NNRC. And, um, you know, I'm kind of, you would think I knew this stuff by heart, but I don't, where is it? All right. Uh, Facebook. Sure. And, uh, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Cool. Well, I
1: cool. will start about what happened at Reds GB. So no surprise, Ongara won again. That's yeah. what he always does. Just wins.
0: the coverage of this just win just no real matter quick. what. The coverage of this was really good. The overlay of this was actually much better. And yeah, the only thing that they didn't have as many camera angles as the other people and their announcing was just from the from the actual uh stand. But with the with the yeah. overlay and the scoring, I could follow it. So it wasn't no big of a deal. But Kudos to them. Yeah, yeah I mean they've Great done track. this
1: for this this race uh, I think this race has been going on since I'd say something like 2016 2017, but it's been there for a few years and they've always had good coverage I don't know if this if it's the same guy who does who used to do a bit the contest uh, live streams, but uh, he's uh he has his own website I believe and he does uh, coverage for some of the Italian races so this was definitely good and this has been here for every every year and the track has been pretty good uh, each time they have this race. They have it all, always at the end of the end of the year sort of so Have you
0: been to this track? It's
1: uh, it's a it's a nice track. Yeah, it's it's right next to the reds factory. Oh really? So yeah, I've been here two or three times, I think. It's
0: a beautiful uh, track. It's,
1: man. It, it's a nice track. Uh It gets really nice when it grooves up like this. I was about to say, it looks really
0: polished, the the groove.
1: Yeah, yeah. It generally isn't that way. It's generally more dusty. Hmm. But I guess uh, during these races, it it always gets that way. And uh, this is sort of the home track for Boots. And Valente, I believe, uh, lives close by. As well. Speak so, him, he just because just up. These these are the two guys on the on the feed. As I well. mean,
0: but the layout is good, it's fast. It has a, a bridge that nobody yeah. uses because they just jump over it, which is just how bridges are supposed to be, in my opinion. <laughs> or yeah. Or at least arched. Uh I love it. Um Joseph was here, so it was interesting to hear his take on it. Ongaro just fast. It was it ongaro Polito. It
1: was Ongaro, Ongaro, and then Polito, and then Valente in third. So, Berton TQ'd, and he started second, but he broke very early on, like, mm-hmm. at seven minutes into something. So, it would have been fun to see his pace. He was clearly... Uh, he clearly had some speed because of the TQ. Oh, Ongaro flamed there, I believe.
0: Yeah, that is it. I don't him. know who
1: that was. Yeah. I, I think it was Ongaro. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, uh, Bertone had some speed and he probably would have fought for the win at least. At least at least he would have fought for second and third. Uh, so that was a bummer uh, to see him retire. But uh, Polito, again, to me, this was, I mean, this, it, it's not a surprise anymore. But to me, I'm very convinced he's now sort of one of the top Italian guys like Ongaro, Baruffalo. Uh, he just needs Polito. to get out. He needs to get out yeah. of
0: Italy, man. That's it. Like just people just don't know him.
1: I mean, he's he's raced outside Italy, but he's only raised, like Euros and right. races needs like to get that. he to America, man. He just, that's you the, know. yeah. I mean, yeah. The, when you go to America, you get much more recognition in in RC. And is I he think. driving and that's, that's what he, still, probably. or Mugen? He is. Yeah, he's supported by the Italian bishop there, I believe. Okay. Yeah,
0: but you you were just talking about how you believe he's the fastest guy, and he ended up finishing second in her in this race.
1: Um, I think, yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, Ongaro is obviously, obviously the fastest, but I think he's the second fastest in Italy at the moment. Yeah. Zanchatin
0: had a good race. In,
1: yeah, t- yeah, he had an okay race. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think, uh, Valente was good in third and boots, but as I said, this is a local track for them. I, I just, Baruffalo had, bar- Baruffalo yeah. had issues with, with his, uh, pit pits. So, oh no, like fuel mileage. So he had, a, he had to pay that like under seven minutes. And uh, yeah, he still finished fifth, so I guess okay. But yeah, yeah and then Well, but
0: at this point, Rufalo had one foot out the door. So you know, he was both feet out the door at this race, to be honest. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, he knew yep. <laughs> he knew what was happening after this main. Yeah, like that was his last first time is running, X-ray.
0: Yeah, uh, Beaker Beaker finished in. I want to say ninth, was, ninth, yeah, yeah. And he, he. I mean, look, he was not gonna contend with these fast Italians at all.
1: No, but he did have a no. good battle. with but I Mitchell think it's Ritmar. solid.
0: I think it's yeah. I think it was solid that he
1: made into the into the main. It's so. I mean, it's not a, a great performance by any means, but it, it's okay. Hey,
0: the two happy things: Mao had a car, had his old beat-up Mayako, and Joseph had a newer Mayako, I believe, and they both finished all their races. So and Mao just missed bumping into the to the final. So good stuff for Mayako. positive on that. Uh, Boots a surprise. I mean, comment he's probably turned quite a lot of laps at this track. You expect him to, I would expect him to be at least battling for, for first at this race.
1: I mean, this, this race should be an easy win for boots. Like this is his home track. So it's, it's very odd to see that that's not the case. I don't know what what to explain uh for that but to me it's a bit odd like this this should be the race where he dominates but he doesn't but so the battalions man they're not, they're, not not, they're not gonna let him they're
0: not gonna they're not gonna english guy come out there and beat him on the track not gonna happen
1: you know? yeah but like i i'd say boots has the most laps of any guys yes. on this track.
0: but you know what this will do this is just gonna make boots needs this because there's well, then again, he he kind of struggled not struggled. When I say he struggled, he didn't have his dominant form that he had in England this year either.
1: Well, I mean, excuse I me. don't think he he didn't win even one race during so, the year in the UK. It's probably
0: just been an off year so, for him and uh, getting yeah. getting off those tires. He's got to run T Pro tires now. You know, obviously no, but he was
1: running in the same exactly. He was running the same tires so, as everyone else in the UK. Yeah, so. it's
0: it's just it's just uh, word it's I weird, isn't it?
1: yeah i don't know what's wrong with him yeah, maybe like he's... what's like because it's not it's not like he just suddenly like forgot how to drive it must be something that something is not clicking he doesn't have to set up right or something is not uh right with his race program where he doesn't get those like top results he's still competitive no doubt he's still up there mm-hmm. but just that he doesn't have that he can't really compete with or Ronafalk or the people he should compete with. Really, yeah,
0: that's the people that he has to compete with. I would say Canas yeah. is the number one S Works guy at this point, and
1: oh, for sure, yeah, I mean, easily, easily. All
0: right, uh, lots of testing going on after this race too. So uh, Joseph sent some video of yeah. him not driving. By the way, he cannot go that fast. Uh, and so I'm not going to say who that was because you know, I think there's still ongoing talks with that, but, uh, all right. Well, I think we'll leave the practice thing till we get into, th- we finish up some of these things real quick. Uh, we'll talk about that because we have to talk about Marco here at the end.
1: Yeah. In World Classic- so Should we, should we now, should we now like say what happened with Marco that he, well, he left x-ray and he was released just today. Yeah. But, and, uh,
0: he, I guess he's finishing up his contract uh, Obligations, but all right, I guess I gotta say, like, what I heard he had at, at what it, what I was told, what he was testing is is a techno car, so yeah,
1: on Monday I, at the truck,
0: yeah, so and but he's also ha- he's also been testing this for some time, uh, so I, it looks like techno is looking to branch out into the European market and they're going to use the Madman Marco Barufo. again, yeah, again, it tri- they tried, they tried to send Chetan, uh, yeah. but. I you know I think right now uh, in stock wise that Baruffolo is definitely faster than Sanchetin, He's probably more nervous. Oh than yeah, for sure. But at
1: the time, at the time when they side Sanchetin, he was at the same level that Baruffolo is at now.
0: Yeah. And so what
1: happened to him? So
0: I'm I'm hearing it's techno. I mean, obviously I heard he was testing it, but it could. I mean, he could switch up and go anywhere. To be honest, like I I I honestly think that yeah. He, he right now, like that Ruffalo has the ball in his court right now, I think I think for any team that he'll be a great addition that could be even associated I think,
1: um, oh, I mean, I'd I, say any brand would really want to hire this guy because he's crazy fast, yes. he's one of the fastest guys out there right i think I think well. What I believe, the reason why he left X-Rays in the car or his whatever he gets from them, mm-hmm. I think the reason is the engine.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Because he's been, like, even as I said, he, he didn't even get 7.30 here at this race right. where everyone else was getting 7.30. Uh, he's been having flame outs, issues with the engine. And uh, even Ty, almost every race he's gone to this year, he's had a flame-out.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's clearly something wrong with the engine at least for these top guys and uh i i do believe that's the reason why he left the x-ray yeah uh, but hard to call
0: i i think i honestly this is I, the way i see this going out is either techno or tlr to be honest
1: because i don't see tlr happening because really he used to be a tlr yeah that's true too. uh and tlr doesn't have pretty much any presence in europe anymore mm-hmm. they're all america uh, so no, I don't see TLR as an option anymore. But if you think about it, different.
0: though, that, I mean, what, what, what does it's it's kind of like, well, like you have Kyle in Australia, but techno has a big presence there. You have if you go Barufalo, there's no real preference. There's no real, not in Europe. In England, there's techno guys that run and all that stuff. But to be honest, like mm-hmm. techno is not big in Europe. In England, they have some guys that run, no. it, and it's mm-hmm. big. They're
1: bigger. It kind of it kind of died in Europe during like 2018 mm-hmm. when Sangjin switched to Techno they put a lot of effort into Europe they had Elias there all that right well i guess Elias is still here there now yes but so they they put a lot of effort into Europe and it just didn't work out people i guess didn't like the car or whatever the reason was at that time uh it didn't work out uh i guess there's a better chance of it working out this time because the way marco yeah. drives but it's hard I, to call, and I think I think it's Marco hard to say. It, it, and the thing is, the th- hard thing about Europe is the car is not suited for tracks over here. Mm-hmm. It's 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 okay, and it can do good in America on some tracks, but in Europe, it's really not suited. So it'll be very the the is, Well, he can be really fast, and it'll it'll be sort of very specific ones uh, if he moves to techno. But uh, well, it'll be is, interesting to see what they come up with. Yeah, well,
0: I'm hearing. Techno as the leader going into this. And yeah, I mean, if
1: he's driving a techno on the track, I would imagine. Yeah, and I mean, I'm. hearing... You know, imagine and so yeah, and say. then he's
0: open for engines too, because I, you know, I also heard that's an issue as well. He wants, you know, he, he wants to go get more fuel yeah, mileage. I mean, he needs for more fuel mileage, I think he just kind of adjust his, his his throttle finger. It seems so. <clears throat> it's definitely interesting to it's it's interesting like where does he fit in into the the techno team? Uh, you know, obviously. We've been talking about it for many months now, how we feel that they're going to have to slim down, especially their American team at the end of the year.
4: Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't know how Techno can afford all these guys. They have yeah. uh, Barufalo, they have McBride, and in America they have Tebow, Bornhorst, uh, Jones, Van Dalen. Uh, yeah, I don't think Van Dalen's not getting paid.
0: I think that's one of the issues. Yeah. But he might be in travel help. So... Yeah, it's and then, and well, I, mean, then I think
1: Vandale is gone from techno either yeah, way. Yeah, I think he's pretty gone. But I, think I mean, pretty it's much. really hard to say like yeah. what's what's like this is not a
0: silly season like, podcast. We're he... gonna do that another day. We're just evaluating. Yeah, the, uh, it's, yeah,
1: it's a con- but I mean, yeah, I, I wonder how they can afford it all. Yeah, that's I do what too, I,
0: because actually, uh, Barufalo is marked on to run AMS, but I did talk to him and he said he's not, so it was just a little bit too. Like, flights were too expensive. So he said he'll be there for DNC. But you know what? I I think for, for him coming to, like, America, when he comes to America, because he does, this is just going to mm-hmm. help him so much. Like, when he gets to oh, America for, sure. for DNC next year, and if he's with the Techno or even with the TLR team, he's just going to have support coming. You know, because he usually just, at these races, he hangs out at the Hot Race tent. And even that's grown. You know what I mean? So... Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, I'm sure Techno will win him with them. So uh, that's going to be... Oh, yeah. It's going to be interesting. So it's going to be interesting to see yeah, what he I, does. But that's, my I feelings mean, is like, I'm 90, 95% sure that he's going to Techno. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't see a reason why he would be running the car publicly if he isn't going to Techno. Yeah. All right. Because it's not like there weren't people there. Yeah, as well. like, but I mean, uh, uh, I think... I think he can he could like Barufalo with his driving style mm-hmm. and the techno car, like I wouldn't be surprised if he wins Silver State next year. If he attends, Yeah,
0: yeah. I wouldn't be surprised know. of anything that madman Marco Barufalo does. All right. Uh we had the Kinwell Classic. Nothing. I mean, I know this is just used to be a really big race. It was an action hobby. I think like Cavalari went, Rivkin went. Tommy Hines came off the couch in like podium in two wheel drive mod. But uh yeah, just nothing really like you know it's unfortunate it would be nice to see a race like this that's dedicated to a man who who put so much of his time into into this to just get a little bit more exposure uh mod was there so i did get to watch some of it but it just didn't attract the top names which it's a shame because races like this should you know what i mean but it's so much yeah racing good, I, 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 I
1: feel too. i felt that in america 10 scale has sort of uh, I don't know if it's Mod. just Mod on the top good. level. Mod yes. No, but I mean, I mean, like because it's not like stock is stock has been big for a while. It's not that stock has sort of gotten big this year. It's just that, like, when was the last time you saw Rivkin race uh, ten scale? If you don't count the uh, well, Rivkin was at this race actually. I think mm-hmm. he did. So he's probably the one of the only ones. But let's say let's say Mayfield. Last time you saw Mayfield race ten scale apart from the nationals.
0: Yeah, he uh, he went to the PDR race. He's like, he's going to yeah, race this weekend that? too. That he's not going okay, to um but... mod. He's going to some ten scale race. But it's like he's just doing yeah. these races. I think out of obligation to fulfill his contract and.
1: Yeah, it, like I think I think Yokomo is out of like Mayfield is out of Yokomo. Oh, I'm I'm pretty I sure. I don't, I don't know where he's gonna go. I don't see him continuing.
0: I think he's gonna do like an AE like, deal, but through JC or through A or through um, uh, one up. Maybe. I don't
1: know. I mean, I don't think for I maybe. don't think May, Mayfield has really cared about 10 skill for a while. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe he says I don't it need it that way.
0: Maybe he says I don't need it, yeah. but I think he kind of does. Um. Because that's a big, big well was a big chunk. Or we know that that's a
1: well. A, it probably is a chunk of his salary. But considering how little ten big ten scale races there has been this this year, it's it's like how many people actually follow the ten scale nationals? I don't think many. really. I bet you
0: more people are probably and, following this mod race,
1: like at Masters bro. of Dark. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the one happening this week and yeah. at BHRC. Yeah. yeah, probably, probably actually true. And more like the biggest the race Jay in Jacobs 10 scale this year. All that stuff, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the biggest race in 10 scale this year has been CRC, RC, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or. Um... Yeah, you remember when Fend Ray took each yeah, other yeah, out yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that? That was one yeah. of the most That was definitely ones. the biggest race in 10 scale this year. Yeah, and definitely. after that, I i mean, it's been, there's been some race people attend, but it's mostly crickets.
0: Mostly cricket. In terms of
1: like, if you, if you think about if you think about eight scale, it's like DNC. Yeah. And before even DNC, you had the uh, SIC. So I have SIC, DNC, PMB. Uh, state. Then you go into yeah, silver state. Like all those are huge races. Mm-hmm. And after after that, you had. Uh,
0: nationals. You had then well Wicked nationals weekend. at least. Wicked weekend uh, Wicked was weekend, a little low. Had, and then you had Southern Nationals. Yeah, but
1: yeah, Southern Nationals was big as well. Yeah. So now you will have AMS yeah. at the end of the year. So. There's, like this like just just a little bit under ten, very big race in eight scale in America this year. Yep. In ten scale, it's nothing much. Really. Well,
0: one where every where most the majority of the top guys attend. That's that's what you mean. There's been plenty of ten scale races, but not where the oh, yeah, competition yeah, level yeah. that we're seeing I mean, on the eight scale pro yeah, side that we're seeing obviously yeah,
1: yeah. alright and uh, I don't know entry wise it could be that ten scale has more entries like every weekend there's more local racing or something I don't know I have no I clue. think it is I think it's big but, on the
0: club scene but it's stock yeah it's 10 scale, stock. yeah it's all stock and, yeah but
1: I don't really care on club level what, what happens <laughs> I mean companies obviously do and stuff like that but like I don't want to talk about club races on the podcast. Like, I agree. who who want who wants to hear about the club? I don't want to hear Mayfield battling and course, Cavalier and Rib. Of course,
0: that's what know? I want to talk about. Yeah, Tommy Hines uh, came out of nowhere. He looks weird. He's got like a mullet and like this big porn mustache. So he looks like he's yeah. Baby.
1: He's he looks like a completely different human these days.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, he looks like he's you know working. Well, him. I
1: probably do too. But
0: yeah, but he came so. off the couch and he got a podium. So congratulations to him. And then the I think the other drama was after the fact, uh, one of your teammates or AE guy calling out uh, TLR guys for not helping with the track, and oh, that started. So, a little yeah. R- um, yeah,
1: I I I read a, I read some of the comments. It was pretty hilarious. I don't know what was going on there. Like what? happened. I don't happens, know but, this
0: guy. I don't know who he is. But I just read the comments, yeah. and, and then my buddy, and then I was, I was like, this guy just called out all the TLR guys, <laughs> like, and I said, yeah, and then
1: people like. People like took it, like bit into it, and it was—I uh, don't know wrong yeah, man calling. acting like children. Yeah, they were calling. For, <laughs>
0: they were calling for his sponsors to drop this guy and all this stuff.
1: Oh wow. yeah. Yeah, the same people who complain about cancer culture.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe he shouldn't have said what he said. I don't know. I, don't, hey, I didn't read into I much mean, of it. I mean, obviously,
1: the whole argument was idiotic from both sides. I so would definitely I say that there's an really really
0: AETLR get. beef out there, and it's, it's being stoked.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there's like Mugen, Mugen Mafia hates everyone as well. In America, <laughs> there's like these cliques that people form. Well, I used to be a like, part battling. of the Mugen
0: Mafia. I know so, you know, I was all yeah. about that. And you I'm
1: just I'm just watching and eating popcorn, dude.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh the other big thing that the other big thing that happened this week, uh, that got people talking. I posted about this. Actually, Wally had this up first. So that's where I first saw it. Uh these new shocks, dude. So let's bring, oh, yeah. let's bring this up. Because I know we have questions about this, so we might as well. Just get this out of the way now so we could talk about it. So We have these shocks. <clears throat> Did you listen to the guy's video? We definitely have to help this guy with his video editing and, and stuff like that. Uh, he needs a little bit more excitement. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, he, I think he does all by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't really care. But, uh, but yeah, I watched I, I watch this, but uh, if I'm being honest here, I really didn't have to watch it because I've seen this uh, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. first for the first time same design so uh down
0: yeah. for me as an idiot i know he wants to adjust okay, on and not on the top but just explain how this would work yeah
1: okay so i actually on the discord i made a very good uh very sort of uh how would you say it very like breaking it down explanation about this uh i'll i'll find it here so i can explain to you guys as well
0: I'm just trying to figure so, out how adjusting this screw yeah. adjusts things. Like, what does the screw turn inside of the?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, you uh, can you zoom in on that picture of the sort of uh, the exploded view? Let's see. Don't zoom in too much, but zoom in so just enough that we can see the top portion, if you can. Uh, you know, I'm press not... Control and plus.
0: See, Control and plus.
1: <laughs> All right. Now we're talking. So, yeah. Everything. This is this is good. This is good. So uh basically how this works is there's uh the shock body which is uh just a normal type of shock body and then you insert this tubing uh it's number six uh, number six on that uh sort of chart you insert that tube into the shock and inside that tube is the shock piston and between this tube and the shock body is sort of a fluid that's separated from the other side. You see those seals on the bottom Mm -hmm. of the, below the shock shaft, Mm -hmm. those will seal the tube so that the fluid outside of that tube, the fluid inside of the tube, and inside is the piston obviously, will have sort of a different spaces. And the only way the the fluid from inside the tube can get to the outside of the tube is through small vent in the shock cap and the, the size of this vent will be tuned by the screw. I Do you know. get it now? You're mute.
0: No, I know, I know I had to mute it cause the uh, are making a lot of noise outside there. Yes, oh. I get it. It's like a shock within the shock. And then you kind just, of, yeah. Yeah, you allow the flow of oil through that, with that screw. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And basically you have to, to build it. A so a so that- shock. It is, and it adds a lot of weight and it adds, adds a lot of complexity and it also reduces the size of the piston. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of issues with this design in, in that those terms, but the fact that you can tune it and it still works very much similarly to a regular shock. There really isn't too big of a, a deficit, but the benefit of this re- compared to a regular shock is the fact that you can tune it. So you don't have to change the oil or change the piston, you can just Mm. tune the valve. It's not exactly the same, you can't get er everything that same out of it, Mm. but it's very close. And uh, most likely when you find the right setup, you don't really have to tune it that much. And uh, this will use very uh, thin shock oil. So the good thing about this is you don't actually have to change shock oil uh, as much if the temperature changes. So if you tune it, which works, and you go to a harder place, you'll be very close to work. And you just kind of have to maybe tune it a little stiffer. But generally, to me, in this design, this exact design, with no anything added to this, because if you add stuff to this, you can make this really, really good.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But with this exact design, there isn't a huge benefit compared to the normal shocks uh you can get it you can tune it that's cool but it's it's not really worth it and a lot of the times the fact that the shock piston is smaller and the diameter of the inner tube is so small it's the same as going from a big bore shock to a Mm -hmm. small bore shock really so if you think big bore shocks are really good then like why would this work then uh those are the things to consider here uh it's a good idea but as I said we already tried this in 2011 in France. Uh, a company called virus uh, oh, sorry expert model brought out virus 09 shocks with this exact same design. I shared all of this on the discord you can go check it out. there's a video of the guy building it. it looks exactly the same it works exactly the same. Uh, there's some minor differences like the ceiling is a bit different. And there's, there's a bladder instead of being emotion type shock. And the cap is slightly different looking, but it works the same way. So that's all I really uh, have to say about this. Uh, it's a neat idea. It's, mm-hmm. done, it's been done before. It's not revolutionary. Uh, but yeah, I can appreciate uh, stuff like this.
0: Yeah, and, and this goes into something that we got asked about last week, I believe, about innovation. And we always hear about innovation and how we want it. Well, innovation comes mm-hmm. at a price, and that price is three hundred yeah. and thirty five dollars and ninety nine cents for two
1: uh I actually would yeah the the price is definitely steep, but yeah. I would say that's not because of the design, it's because of the fact that he's probably doing this in with his own machines and stuff it's not chinese made it's made by his own stuff. he has to buy the material mm-hmm. in the small samples and stuff like that so I wouldn't. I wouldn't really blame him for the prices. Uh, I think that's that's okay. Uh, yeah, I think if you want to, try them, you regular shocks, yeah, Simple as that.
0: There's all guys yeah. under that like to tinker and that want to do what. He, what would be great would be see the, these shocks get into your hands, or maybe Joseph's hands, uh, to see how they really work. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm track, not against yeah. this. I'm not against this at all. Yeah, the price is steep, but. This is one-off stuff. But I don't, like, yeah, I I I don't think
1: that the, the reason why I'm not a huge fan of this isn't that they're expensive. The reason why I'm not a huge fan is because I've seen the this type of stuff before. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's something revolutionary or something very innovative. It's very, it's not even too innovative at all because I've seen this before. So that's sort of the issue i have with it if someone comes up with a shock that's much better than everything else and it's a very complex design yeah it's gonna cost money and it should be that way it's unfortunate for people who don't have the money to buy those but it's like it's the same thing as saying like my kit cost 800 dollars mm-hmm. instead of like 500 dollars or whatever like it's like at some point there will be a range where some people say it, it's too much and some people say that's fine. And every person has their own range of price and it comes down to how much they care about RC and stuff. And in the end, you're going to spend a lot of money on tires, on travel, all that. So
0: yeah, spending
1: like, 350 on shocks isn't that crazy. If they
0: work, people will buy them. That's all that matters. They they could be $1,000. People are going to yeah. buy them. People complain and I mean, about if everything you produce.
1: If you produce these in China, I'd say you could cut the price in half. Yeah, and but
0: then where would the quality be?
1: So, it, Oh, the would quality it, would be close. to it. yeah, it's, it's not like it's the quality will be a lot worse, really. It, it's just, just that work. The, the, fact, work. the thing is, in China, you don't have to pay anyone money for doing this. You mm-hmm. pay them a dollar a day or something very low. Uh, and so the production is much cheaper than if you were to do this in America. I believe this guy has his own machines. Yes. So basically... He's, he's working like his time is like his pay. So, yeah, yeah. So and also, he, he's obviously not going to pay himself a dollar an hour.
0: Yeah. And it's just, it, they also have to actually significantly work. You know what I mean? It, it It's not oh, just about yes. having to, the, yeah, they yeah. look different and, hey, it's something different. Like, they have to work and drop seconds, like, not seconds, but tens of seconds off your laps. And you have to be able to prove it on the yeah. track. And I honestly think what we're I, not going to see that till we get somebody of, of a high quality or even somebody that knows what to look for. You know, some Mm -hmm. pleb like me isn't going to know what to look for. I'm like, yeah, that work. Thanks. You know? Um, So Mm -hmm. I definitely, it's something we need to follow, but we're going in the right direction in certain things. It's just a matter of, you know, everybody looks at the price. Well, anything like this costs money, you know? So
1: yeah. One thing, one thing I actually suggest for this guy is to produce only the shock cap and the tubing. Uh, for other brands so you can sell the shock cap the tube and the piston mm-hmm. and You can create one for each brand shock body and sell that so that way people will only have to buy the shock cap I I think the price was somewhere around uh, a hundred dollars because in the end like the 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 shock shaft the shock body all that extra stuff? It's like you don't really need that because you already have that with your car only mm-hmm. thing you need is the piston the cap and the two inner tube
0: yeah, interesting concept.
1: Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I think th- that, that would be the best one for this guy if he wants to make money out of this.
0: Yeah. There you go. Max gave you an idea. Hit up Max. Hit up the arrogant yeah. one. All right. <laughs> I think that's uh I think that's it for news. We kinda went pretty long on that. We do have quite a few uh questions this week. So I think mm-hmm. we should just go straight into that. Uh thank you to uh, TNR Fuels and High Tech RC for bringing us the high tech news. It was a lot to talk about this week. Uh, some th- some weeks will be like that, so it's all good. Now it's time for the Beach RC Bench Racing Q and A beachrc.com
5: the racers one stop online hobby shop choose from all the popular brands and variety in stock with super fast shipping and great customer service beachrc.com still has the local hobby shop feel with all the benefits of the internet beachrc.com is the exclusive distributor for ultimate racing jq racing pro circuit racing tires nitro Lux fuels and assault rc performance products so fill up your cart and and check out at beachrc.com today.
0: Thank you to Lucas and Brent and everybody at BeachRC for their continued support. We really appreciate this guys. Good luck to everybody that's going to the masses of dirt this weekend. It's a turning into one of the biggest 10 scale races on dirt. Check it out. It's going to be I think Mod's going to be there so we'll get coverage of that. And I think even Scotty's there, so it's going to be pretty good. Like, and he's got like, this high jump competition that I like. You have to jump up and like go over a bar. I like that. Uh, they, yeah, they those don't, are fun. Yeah. They don't you like, need to have
1: a good landing to break your stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, dra- this race is all about fun. Like, they have uh, drinking games mm-hmm. and all this type of stuff. So uh, everybody have fun at this race. And hopefully one year I'll get to attend and have the same fun with everybody. So, Max, we do have quite a few questions for you this week. Uh, Tony Newland of Clinic RC. What's up, Tony? Been telling me some great stories lately. What's Max's take on active rear toe on 8-scale buggy like a sedan? Like on sedan, JQ hasn't replied to my text yet and must have got his gears turning. Yeah, JQ probably just saw that and was like, I'll think about that later. And then he'll put it on a car and say, <laughs> it was got- my idea. That's well, he
1: actually, yeah, that's his—that's his sort of mo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's stupid. That uh, but, will never work. Oh, that's yeah, such a great idea! Now that I then. thought about it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, um, it's kind of hard to say because in sedans, even even in those cars, it really didn't work to start out with. Because, and I believe a lot of them run it so that you don't have ac- active toe. You just have the link there, but the, the effectively it's the same as tuning bumps steer, so it's not it's like they they tune it so that they have zero bumps there, I believe. I'm not sure if they use active toe, but they have the possibility to do so. Um, uh, in off-road, the biggest issue there is is the fact that there's there's huge bumps, so the toe is. It's it's sort of iffy. I I think if you tried it you could get it to work But you would definitely have a bigger benefit if it's the grip level is stable There's very little bumps and it's like very smooth overall Then I believe there's a definite benefit on there but there's so many other things that you have to think about as well and uh, If you want to do this for example, it's almost impossible at least I haven't found a way to get the hub, hub as low as you would need it to be if you wanted to do this. Uh, so that it would be light, so that it would be durable, and uh, you get all the other g- geometry matching what you really want. So I don't see this being uh, usable in off-road, really, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think the big common, the big equalizer and off-road is, is bumps and hits. Uh, in touring car there isn't many you know what i mean uh Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah
0: and you always yeah i mean you you
1: know yeah and offered you often want to sort of minimize any moving parts and minimize anything sort of active in the car uh because of the fact that like if you hit a bump like the tone will change rapidly Mm -hmm. uh during that time and you could yeah, be I, bending I mean, it, wheels, I, I, all this type
0: of stuff. Like, you know, that's when yeah, people I mean, like measure came. cane. By I, let's
1: cane put by it hand. this way. I wouldn't be surprised if someone comes out with a design and it works. But I don't see myself putting in the effort to make a design like that work. Gotcha. I don't see the gain in that to be enough that I would put the time into doing that. So, and the biggest issue is the fact that you can't, the, can't get the hub low enough. Mm. Uh, I, I haven't found a way to do that so that you still have the uh, well in front you would call it the steering uh, sort of axis or the like the caster axis or the kingpin line actually in the front what you would call it in the C hub cars and the drive shot position so it's really hard to do so that the height of the hub is correct and you don't have the drive shaft the trailing behind or in, for, in front but if you have it in front that will be the Worst case scenario. So you wouldn't really want to have that.
0: I know Tony is going to hit me up. But when he listens to this. And he's going to be like. No I'm telling you. You could do it this way. And I, I'm going to. I'll be interested to see his I mean, answer.
1: I mean I hope he has some way. But yeah, uh, the hub needs to. Like the hub would need to be. Somewhere around 12 millimeters. From the drive shad axle. And the bearings must be. And the drive shaft axle. Is at least 9 millimeters thick. So you really have only six uh, millimeters to play with here and trying to get a ball to fit into that and still have enough range of movement, still have the king ping axis on the center of the drive shaft, mm-hmm. and uh, still have enough durability and all that. Uh, I mean, I'd be happy to see someone do it. I haven't figured that out yet. I, I've tried, but I haven't.
0: Okay. Great question. That was like right off the bat science mode. Ah, uh, right off the bat.
1: Yeah, well, I thought about this before. I yeah. mean, I spend a lot of time thinking about this. So, yeah. yeah, obviously I know.
0: Edward PXF, Max or Keenan, what do you think JQ is missing or lacking in his race program to get in the top 10 in the pro races? More time on track, a permanent mechanic, or other reason? I actually have a great explanation and what he can do to get better. He can find a time machine, hop in that. <laughs> he can go back. To when he was fast, forget about making a car and being and making who he is all this time, and focus on just racing. And he might might still be a pro at this day. But honestly, I just mm-hmm. think JQ is not slow. That's that is for sure. JQ is faster than
1: he's not. He yes. all these
0: people that hate him and talk shit about him. He's probably faster than him, right. The problem oh, with for sure. I is, mean I
1: I always talk about shit about JQ, but it's it's a joke. Like yeah. I know he's fast. He he's he's like this is a guy who went to university and TQ the Euros without pretty much any sponsorship really. Yeah. Like so. he's he's a, he's a talented guy in some sense. He's not the talented guy like Ongaro. But he's he's a talented guy and he he knows what he's doing. He he knows what he needs to do to do well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not like he's actually bad. Yeah. But if he just you imagine has so like some shit. Mu- Yeah, like he has like he works twelve hours a day on a company and then tries to do RC racing on the side. And he's competing against guys who don't think about anything else than steering a steering wheel or pulling the throttle, really. So it's it's like it's dumb to like I say this all the time, but I'm joking. Mm -hmm. I'm I know him, I know how it is to drive, I know how it is to go to university like I'm doing now, will go to school, go to work, and try to drive RC at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. And uh, if you aren't a crazy talent, someone like Neil Craig, who can work and do RC at the same time, or if you aren't like someone, well, I I mean, Neil Craig, one of the only really, really fast guys who've done that. It's hard. Imagine JQ does that, and he has his own company to run. He doesn't just run, he doesn't just go to work eight hours a day. He actually right. has his own company to run.
0: I think, I think people, like, if look, I, this is a shameless plug. Go to his YouTube channel or go and sign up for his Invisible Speed course. And he did that in his spirit. He did that in the last few months while, mm-hmm. you know, also managing, uh, multi, uh, micromanaging. Like, I don't know how JQ does anything. Like, and the problem, that's a big disconnect that JQ and and a lot of people, he thinks everybody should work like him. And that's his autistic yeah. superpower. Like he's able to work and do all that type of stuff and see the big picture. But what suffers is he you just know, doesn't get to I the mean, track. And
1: yeah, I, I told I mean, Joseph too. It's a strength too, and a weakness at the same time.
0: Right. And I told Joseph too, on the last podcast, I said, I think if you just stop. And he, and he always wants to control things. So I said, if you stop trying to control mm-hmm. everything in your driving, I bet you, and you just let loose and just said, and stop putting so much pressure on him, he'll do better. You know what I mean? Because I'm seeing JQ drive and I'm like, oh, that's, wow. You know what I mean? Wow, Joseph.
1: And Yeah, I mean, but I bet he's also even 38 now at and this. And no, but I don't think that's a thing. Like, I'd say even at this point, if you get JQ a mechanic, uh, have someone else take care of Mayako and have someone that he doesn't have to worry about doing all the car design or whatever, mm-hmm. and he just runs the car. I bet you he can easily no, make can the Euros faster. main and fight for top five and stuff like that, but, and fight in the Worlds main even. That's, that's, you're you're that's going pretty far, why, Max. Is. I'm
0: not giving him that much
1: credit. No, but I mean, I don't, I don't see, I don't see that being an issue if he actually only focuses on driving mm-hmm. and only focuses on that. Right now, what he's doing. He's he's handling a company, uh, he's developing a car, and he's every time he goes to the race, like even at the Finnish Nationals, all he did was he went to the race and every heat he changed something just to find out how it did. He didn't really care about the race results. Obviously, in the main, he tried to win every time, and he really really tried to win. But like during the race, he he always tested stuff. He never had a mechanic so he always had to uh like warm up his car br- bring it to the pit lane and say to someone hey you pit me or he, he probably like he was well, most of the time it was one of the jq drivers dads who pitted for him but he he was driving in the heat before mm-hmm. so JQ would always have to carry the car to the pits then rush to the driver's stand and then start out on on warm-up stuff like that messes up with your folk focus mm-hmm. on the race day and all that so Obviously he drives quite a lot. He practices quite a lot, but it's not the same thing as just focusing on driving and and uh, all that and it's it's a joke to say j q drives like a grandma is driving in slow mo, but I mean it's just that it's a joke he he is these days he's, he isn't as fast as he probably should be because of all that we've said but it's it's like he doesn't have a race program that's why he doesn't do good mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know. Like, at this point, he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have a mechanic. He doesn't have anything to work with.
0: Yeah. I think uh Joseph's real talent in all of this is design, obviously. But uh being oh, able to sure. see the big picture. And I, I think, I hope he's getting to that point where it's like, all right, I'm going to put all my time back into other races and try and, which he does, but... He he kind of has to put his for him to go forward, he would have to put his racing on the background, kind of like what I did, even though I was nowhere yeah. near as good as JQ or ever. Yeah, but I completely stopped racing to focus on team and this and all that stuff because you just can't. He yeah. still has to and, race, and to me, he still has to race, but yeah. not take it as seriously. Taste it, you race yeah, to prepare for, for your sure. top driver. That's that's what he yeah, needs I don't he's see. a top driver so he can prepare for them.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's that, like, I don't see if if he. If JQ would want to win races at this point, uh, to me, it would be a dumb move. Mm-hmm. To him, it would be much better to get a fast guy driving for the car and have him do really well. And he just sort of uh, setting up the car, developing all that. It's like, why would he like risk everything just for him to do good and when he can just like get someone to drive the car who only can focus on driving. Exactly. And I think he has realized that now. And I do believe he will have a driver next year. Mm-hmm. That's a level of competing for European championships and stuff like that. So
0: I believe so too. Uh, that's a good, I, that's a I good mean, question.
1: I think that's, that's what he should do. And I think that's what he's doing.
0: Yeah. Chris Trudu are European drivers at an advantage when it comes to track setups, given that their exposure to multi-surface types of tracks, they race one such as the 2014 Worlds in Italy. But, he says, because it had Astro and Cobblestone, but rather, and then, but he says, but rather the range of surfaces seem to be across the board. The variety of surfaces, surface types in Europe seems higher than the US, where it seems 8-scale tracks are either higher grip and small pin or loose and somewhat lummy and blow out quickly. Does the perfect track exist or which track does Max or, or you, or myself, sorry, <laughs> I got confused, uh, or JQ, but he's not her. field demonstrates eight-scale racing at its finest. Ooh, that's a good fucking question right there. What yeah, track um, itemizes for you? It puts everything in eight-scale racing in one.
1: I don't think there's one track. I think there's two. And those are very different. One track is... Let's say Thunder Alley at RCGB without the wall.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that's almost a perfect track. Uh, something like that. That's the perfect sort of obviously watered in America.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, something like SMB when I was there in 2019. It was Joey's layout. The dirt. This. It's it that perfectly sort of uh, the perfectly uh, symbolized how Supercross is, and I think that's that's one of the perfect type of tracks that you can have tracks like uh lcrc or pnb or um, silver state yeah they are cool but it's not it's not like
0: lcrc didn't blow up it's not that cool I, i know what you i know what you're trying to get at
1: no, I mean, I mean, LCRC didn't blow, neither did PNB, but oh, okay. like Silver State blew out. But like, what I mean is like, those are cool type of tracks, and right. it's not like the same. Thunder Rally is, yes, yes, at yes, least yes. At how it was at RCGP, it's slightly bumpy, it has bumps, it's not blown out.
0: Right, and it has that It elevation. has
1: technical jumps, it has elevation, it has that lo- sort of low mid-air that you can roost, have some like nice roost out of, and... It's it's not dusty, it's not uh, sort of uh, they, they they still have a clear racing line. Right. Yeah. It that sort of that sort of feel is perfect. When when Thunder Rally dries out, it's not that good in my opinion. But when it's wet and doing nighttime, especially Thunder Rally is really cool. And especially if it's a good layout, it definitely is. Um, then the another type of track which I feel is perfect. That's much harder to say, really, like a perfect European style track. But I'd say something like, uh, "Man, this is really hard." I mean, it's so because in Europe track. there's so much. It's so much like. I'm a Redovan fan, even I though I I've never been there. But I just love. I I wanted to say Redavan, but I think that's a bit too extreme in terms of size. Yeah, it's just that's know?
0: the only thing. It's just too big, but I like
1: that. Yeah. So. Something like Montpellier would be cool, but the grip level there is mm-hmm. a bit odd. Um,
0: I don't think I have a perfect track. I may have a mixture of tracks.
1: Yeah. I Yeah, I mean, I really like Red One. the last time we were there for Neo Buggy 2018. But the issue is just that it's it's so big that I can't really say that's a perfect track. I feel it's a bit too big.
0: I'll be honest with you. But, I really enjoy the, the Buggy Buggyland track, the layout of it. Um
1: yeah, that that could be one of those. Hey, I really enjoy going up the mountain,
0: back down the mountain, back up the mountain again. Uh, I, I have to agree on Fonda Alley. I know but... one. Yeah,
1: go ahead. Barco in Italy. I don't think it exists anymore, mm. but it's it's uh, it, it's a, a track that hosted the BT contest. And uh, that sort of, it's it's all based on sort of corner speed, it's all based on like it's it's smooth it has some like roughness in the track mm. uh, it has nice but nice jumps but nothing too crazy it has sort of elevation a bit uh and it's 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 just like flow so perfect so i think uh i think that would be the like perfect european track but there's so much variety in europe Tracks in well, France he wants to know what bet, different to tracks what best track
0: demonstrate, demonstrates eight scale racing. All right. So for me, I do like a little bit of air. So I like to see cars jumping because I think that gets spectators in, but I also like to see <laughs> corner speed and guys racing. I actually really like the um the multi-surface of this race that the Spanish race that we just looked at. You know what I mean? I really like mm-hmm. that they have Yeah,
1: a, but to me I agree with you, but I think I think the issue is like these days, those tracks have a little bit too much grip to my. yeah, like, I would taste. agree with you there, but, but to take me, some of those like features it's, it's essential to. Yeah.
0: And, and add some American features to it, like bigger jumps, uh, maybe like some six packs and stuff like that. Uh, and then also have that section like where you need corner speed and all that stuff, because, mm-hmm. It's true. Like you heard Greg always say, or somebody say, yeah, an American track is a 180 jumps, 180 jumps, maybe a 90 stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's very super cross. That's, that's just how American tracks are. That's fine. But I like to see a little mix of, of, I I prefer, I would prefer to see some corner speed too, as
1: well. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think to me, there, there's a few different types of eight scale racing and European and American is, is very different. So I would have to say like, that Thunder Alley perfectly describes, to me, what's a perfect American-style track. In Europe, it's it's much harder to say. Yeah. Every country is so different. So I, I really wouldn't do a mix mm-hmm. because I think the features that they do in America really fit for that surface, and the features that we do in Europe really fit for our surfaces. So I think it's it's sort of impossible to do a combination and say that's perfect Yeah, that would probably represent eight scale on all platforms, but that track would probably not be that good. I think you should have have to separate them a bit. Uh I'm for whatever track I I mean
0: I'm for whatever track produces exciting racing for people to watch.
1: mm -hmm. That's what I'm for Yeah. To me to me, what I really like about 8 Scale is the fact that you can have such different racing. To me, 8 scale represents something like rallying where you have gravel r- rallies you have tarmac rallies and you have rallies where it's like tarmac with a lot of dust on it mm-hmm. i think eight scale is just that it's it's sort of it can be high grip it can be low grip it can be almost anything in between and i think there isn't really one type of track that can represent eight scale what it is i think mm-hmm. it needs to be sort of all of that and that's why i think it's good the world worlds have been in s- such different style of tracks mm-hmm in the past I would like to see well Vegas was very American style but I think it was a bit too blown out mm. but I think that always happens at Worlds so like if you think of the last world, we had an Australian track which is sort of a mix between Europe and America American. with it it, it it has jump it has jumps but it still has corner speed it has some it, the grip of it not too crazy it's sort of in between Europe and America uh then before that you had america like a fully american track and before that like a fully like old school european track very high grip sort of uh, old layout multi-surface not too crazy jumps but sort of very technical small parts on the track but still a very high speed so i think the way the worlds have gone so far have been very good um but the issue is in my opinion that uh like, to say, like, what what is the best track? It's, to me, impossible to say. Obviously, none of these world tracks, to me, were very good, but they very well represented the region, in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I can't wait for next year at Redavon the Worlds. So, all good. Great question, um, but as the Greg DeGandhi says, the Europeans, will they, they know corner speed, and we don't in America. Oh, That's yeah. why he says that we people should race on-road. All right. Next question is from Jeff Werner, AKA the coach. What's up coach. How you doing? Because I know Max has always dabbled with aerodynamic additions to his car bodies has he been working on that or anything new in that area.
1: Yeah, I'll try to make a body for next year. Uh, basically same idea what I'm doing now, but just improve it. I'd really like to do a rear wing, uh, and sort of front end shock tower last front wing thing. But that requires sort of injection molding, which mm-hmm. is impossible to me for to do. So I'll I'll probably do a new front wing. Uh, and uh, I, I just need to finish the mold for the body shell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I won't need it until next spring. So it'll take until then. Nothing major. I think the style of the body i'm running right now in terms of what's actually happening all the winglets i put on uh so sort of uh like the style of the body and the outer shape of the body is very close to what i believe is the best unless you want to do something very dramatic which then you would have to change chassis you would have to change wing you have to change front and sort of everything around it I, I don't see that being worth it. And I, I I personally I can't really do that. I don't have the resources to do that. So yeah, for now, uh, probably a new body, but it will just be optimized version of what I have now.
0: Awesome. Mike Scorchy, when are you going to get Warner Crime, Matthew Gonzalez on the podcast? When he when he bumps up to mod full time and runs Nitro and brings me some tacos at ENC, that's when I have him on. <laughs> You got that born a crime no more stock and nitro is the future joseph in, be, in my best joseph voice nathan genda what effect does it make when moving the entire arm in for toe versus just changing the hub angle for for toe in the rear
1: yeah so i i think i've explained this somewhere beforehand uh but uh pretty much what i always felt is when you move the arm uh it's so it's sort of like when you move the arm half degrees sort of more towing it feels the same as if you would move the hub one degrees i don't really know why that is it must be due to some it must be due to like friction in the arm or something about by the arm well okay one thing that happens is uh, if you move the arm it shortens the wheelbase but i've I, at, at least at some sometimes when I've done it, I've corrected to this So I don't believe that's the whole thing, but one thing that's very uh, sort of big factors is If you move it from the inside uh, and you add a toe in you will reduce the wheelbase You will have a shorter wheels wheelbase from the rear and uh, If you do it from the hub that isn't affected um, Personally uh, I kind of like to do it from the arm I don't see a benefit to doing it from the hub. I tried it a lot with the JQ. I, I was running one degree inboard towing and half degree outboard. And I was running 1.5 inboard and uh, all that. Uh, so, yeah, I I kind of don't see a reason to use the outboard towing that much. Uh, it can add some more feel to the rear end. It can add sort of more, more truck. More trust in the rear end, but uh yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan. You can play around with it, but I don't see a major like difference. I'd use I'd use just inboard towing. Okay,
0: Evan Osborne. Uh, actually, he wanted to ask you about the limited shocks. He he actually had the same question. The only thing I was wondering about is the very small small diameter of the pistons in the inner body mm-hmm. compared to current designs. And How it would affect it? Uh, we talked about that, uh, but Max actually bought that that exact subject up. Edward PXF yeah. again. I actually want to
1: add something. Oh, uh, I don't mind. I don't mind uh, actually reducing the sh- shock, sh- uh, shock size. Uh, I would. I would believe that uh, a fourteen millimeter shock would you would get it to work almost as well as the sixteen millimeter one, and you would save a lot of weight. Uh, but I haven't tried it recently so I wouldn't know and uh but I would uh I would see I would I wouldn't see that as a major issue but this is very very small so it would be bigger but uh I I wouldn't say that's the downs. like that's that's not the downfall of the shock design really um uh, well there's nothing downfall of the shock design really but it's
0: uh that's
4: well have it definitely skepticism. doesn't add
1: anything yeah, I have skepticism about that. Let's put it that way. That's the best description. Yeah.
0: Edward PXF, he says, what's a good choice of tire for a multi-surface RC track? Are we racing on a track that has cobblestone, wood, lumi dirt, and some astroturf? I believe he's racing on that Italian, I'm not Italian, Ireland track where Bradley always races. Uh, Bradley Beard, you know that track where they have the paddy yeah, piston.
1: Yeah, I don't, I'm i not aware.
0: Yeah, you, they have the paddy piston race there and it's it's got like, it's astro, it's cobblestone. Oh, okay. It's actually a very nice track. I believe he's racing there. I have no idea what tire you would run there.
1: Uh, if it's astroturf, you want to choose a bigger pin. It's, uh, it's smaller pin tires always
0: It's got dirt too.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but if it's if it's like dirt with astroturf, try to find a tire like let's say AKA Impact or Proline Blockade instead of grid irons and uh, suppressors because if it's if astroturf is just for jumps, then don't really don't even take the astroturf into account
4: yeah.
1: if it's in in more than one or two corners in the track, uh and especially if it's on a fast corner then you would have to take the astroturf into account uh every time the bigger the pin and the bigger sort of the gaps between the pins uh that way you will always have more grip on carpet surfaces and astroturf and stuff like that uh, the smaller the pin uh usually if you can't run a small pin tire it's usually always the best on on dirt so that's sort of the problem here where you want to balance out the smallest possible pin tire on dirt that still obviously lasts and you can run it that still has, has enough grip on the astroturf and oftentimes uh, in Finland there's a lot of shacks where they have a lot of astroturf on it oftentimes it'd be faster to run a tire that was worse than the dirt, but it, because it had so much more grip on the turf, you would, you would lose much less. So, like, there was this track where there was one sort of long, very slow speed corner, but you, you needed a good drive out of it. That you could easily lose two to three tenths if you had the wrong tire. Mm-hmm. You tried small pin tires, and then you tried, let's say, AK Impact, because I was running AK at the time when the track had this corner. The impacts would be a little bit worse elsewhere, but be much better on the Turf and you would have fast lap times because of that.
0: Okay, cool. Well, good luck at that race. Yeah. Um, that's a very unique track. Uh, I remember looking yeah. at for
1: it for cobblestone and stuff like that. I don't know, like, <laughs> some like it's the, the thing is that those are so different. Like, you have a few different types of earth, you have few different types of astroturf, but like, we have like like cobblestones it's not on every track so you don't really have anything to base it off of you just if you feel like your car slips somewhere then try something else but
0: you just gotta go work through it on that section th- that's it it ain't no yeah, time gonna stop yeah. it you just gotta work
1: through yeah. it
0: yeah uh good luck man i wish you all the luck danny Fergasso, will you be at the amen actual Atri- manufacturers club no i will not uh but i it's always been a race that i've always wanted to go to i like the format i like how they do it i love the tracks that the person builds up there Michael Woods, what's up, Mike? Hope you're feeling better. Seems JQ is different. Is he on his medication? He's just joking. I just wanted to comment that adding Max has was has been awesome, and his perspective and views are great. So thank you for that. He likes what you say, Max. Thank you, Max. yeah. You positive,
1: uh, positive feedback. My boy, I get I, a lot of negative.
0: Yeah, arrogant Max. That's what happens when you got <laughs> me like arrogant Max. Uh, GF Rami, yeah. what's up, GSpec, uh, My boy, running JQ. <coughs> Excuse me. Considering the current state of RAW, should it be divided into two—an Onward and Offward division? That way, there could be separate regional no. presidents for each division to better oversee and promote their division. Thanks, buddy. I actually think it should be.
1: We aren't big enough. I don't think it should.
0: I just think that uh, uh Onward benefits. Okay. Offward dollars.
1: In America it's a different story because it really is that way that on road, like a lot of the guys in there are on road guys. And most of the guys bringing the money are off road guys. It's mm-hmm. so the balance is a bit off. Uh, but in Efra, I don't see that as an really an issue because it's very balanced. People run on road, people run off road. Agree there. At one point ETS was the biggest series in Europe. Uh, so it's not like touring has been small in Europe. Well now it's a bit smaller, but it's, Touring is still big in Europe, so an on-road in general is much bigger in Europe. So I personally, um, in America, yeah, probably would be better for off-road guys. But I don't see, like, we are so small. Like, let's not divide us even like even more. I think it has to be. I think it has to
0: be because it's just too much on-road bias. Stuff in raw and you'll
1: change the people then. Well, that's it's, the problem it, we're trying to not- do,
0: that's what we want to do. Um, I just think that the honor, like the other big money drawer is actually the honor nationals for uh fuel nationals, which but it's still slow, lower than the, the eight scale offer nationals. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I just think there's too many honor guys and they're making offer decisions. And um, I just, yeah, think I okay, that. I put it
1: this way. I'd put it this way, um, sort of divide the people who are responsible for stuff. Everything is under roar, but have an off-road president, have an on-road president, and they sort of do whatever they want. And then the budget is, budget is sort of planned out across everyone.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's the best solution you can have. Uh, I think that's what should happen in EFRA as well. To me, it's a bit weird that there's one president, and then, well, okay, I, I must admit I'm not hundred percent familiar with if there is someone responsible for purely off in Efra, and if he does like actually put any effort into it. I'm sure there at is. the moment it looks sure like it looks like there. Javier is doing almost everything in the sense of like what's planned for the future. I haven't been in the meetings, I don't know what happens, but. To me, it would be better if there was a direct guy who led every class and actually put a lot of effort into it. Uh, in America, this is much more possible because of the attitude of people. In Europe, it's much harder to do because people want to have a, a, a committee to do everything. So Speaking I think in America, Javier, this could work out much better.
0: Heavier and Efra, uh, the Extra Lap podcast had him on last week. And it was actually a good chat. I enjoyed it. Check them out. Extra Lap podcast, Aiden. Uh, Martin and Joey over there in England. It was a great chat with Javier. Go for it, Gio. Run from raw, man. We need got people like you in there. Adam Reavy, sticks or wheels. I drive a wheel, but sticks seem to be a lot more sensitive and capable of smaller movements. Probably for smaller hands. I know that's why Little Bump runs a stick because he couldn't use a, a pistol grip. Uh I used to drive oh, a stick really? my radio, Yeah, he couldn't he got could, his hands couldn't manipulate it. So he runs stick. Wow. Uh, I don't think I could I I try to fly, a like for me, sticks, I thought maybe that might be an option, but it's just not. I would have to sit down to be able to do that. Um, I'm always just going to have a wheel. I I, I try it. Or be like JB. JB thought that driving stick radio at Fall Brawl was going to make him faster. But it made him a whole (laughs) 28 seconds off the pace faster. And he would not change it. He would not change his... I never forget. We was like JB just go back to the brand new spanking M17. No, I'm using this clapped out radio that I just got because I want a stick radio because at Boots says it's better. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, I just say try it. I think it's something that you just get used to. You know, like Ongaro first had a stick controller. Boots had a first had a stick controller. So they liked it. And, and uh, that's it actually out. not true. Mm.
1: Boots started out with a wheel radio.
0: Oh, really? Okay, so he did a. He drove it
1: for at least a year or two years, and then switched to stick.
0: Yeah, I mean, so maybe for your on Adam, it might help him out uh, with smaller movements, smaller hands, and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I, I to personally, to me, uh, you can do a lot of the same. Like each one has their benefits. Uh, I just think driving a stick radio is much more sensitive. Uh, during a wheel radio, it's much more sort of forgiven. Uh, so that's all the major difference between them. In the end, the result isn't that much different. If you drive very aggressively, I'd suggest go to a stick radio. or let's put it this way. If you want to make a lot of movements on the car, drive a stick radio. But if you want to drive the car around the track nicely, I'd say you're better off with uh, wheel radio. Onaro does so much movement. Boots mm-hmm. does the same thing, and uh, Boots try like I've seen Boots drive with a wheel radio. He's actually almost as good with the wheel as he is with the stick. So it's not like he doesn't know how to drive a wheel radio, uh, but I've seen him drive a wheel radio and he does a lot of the same stuff he he does on the sticks. But it doesn't look like it on track because the wheel sort of doesn't get all those movements in, uh, and same with the throttle, like the trigger or the lever of the throttle. So I don't know. To me, I would go with the wheel because that's the more common option. It's much easier to get new radios and all that. Try it out. Let Uh, us know what you think. Yeah. But if if it's the case that if it's a kid driving and he actually can't grip the radio, then, yeah, obviously, then. Well, I was thinking maybe uh, he wants this for his son,
0: but he might not. I don't know. Yeah all right uh we got a few more questions here uh joshua green please allow mr arrogant (laughs) to go full science mode on this one explain in the importance of drivetrain fiction or mechanical bind
1: i made a full video about this i think you did yeah i did yeah i mean i can go into it but it's it's a bit draining for everyone. <laughs> hey,
3: do it so, real quick because well, we have a few can, more questions to
1: get to. I can, to. yeah. But if, if you, if you wanna, want to find a, sort of an explanation about this, go to my, uh, you can find this on the part two of the differentials video, I believe. And you can also find some topic, and like the big, big video about exactly drive shaft friction is, uh, I think episode I'd like to say 13 or 14 it's called, uh, drive shafts. It's on my YouTube channel and, uh, it's on the series from the ground up. Uh, it's, you can find the playlist I've linked it on my Facebook page just today and, uh, all that. So if you want to look at that video, please go check that out. Now that goes almost through all of it. I missed some parts of it, but I get through all the important stuff about it. But basically to be quick here, uh, when you put on power having more friction in the drive shafts uh will stiffen up the suspension because they want to stick to being straight they don't want to sort of bend around the joints so let's imagine you have a lot of angle on your drive shaft and you go on power it stiffens up the car Uh, but please remember that if you put the hub forward you will also shorten the wheelbase, which will make your car squat more. So even if the drive shaft stiffens up your car, the sort of support lever of the rear wheels will still squat the car more. So realistically, if you you are not the designer of the car, you really can't do this. It's sort of the car comes with what it comes with and that's it. Um, uh, then... I'd say like C V D versus Universals, CVDs produce a much more friction. Uh they produce this sort of stiff motion in the car much more. What's the what this ends up doing is on power the car feels stiffer, you will have better corner speed. But when you go over bumps, especially on slow speed and on power, uh, universal will be much better because they allow the suspension to move up more freely. Um then the wear, how the wear affects it, uh On the out drives, for example, if they wear out a bit, you will have more friction in them, which means that you will get that sort of, you get more corner speed, you will get less drive because of the play, but you will get uh, sort of um, better feel on the throttle. Uh, uh, Especially like when the car, when you go into corners and stuff, the car is moving around much less and you get better feel on throttle. When you have new drive shafts, there's not not a lot of friction in them because they are like brand new so they they're polished surface and all that um so when you go into a corner the car will want to squat a lot even if you go on power and you oftentimes want it stiff enough to show and stuff like that but that's going to make the car wo- wo- worse off power then so that's why friction in the drive shaft is actually really important and uh comparing cvds to universals it has, it has a pretty huge effect especially on bumps uh but everywhere as well
0: watch max's episode on that and get the full yeah
1: that goes into more in depth and explains all like the aspects of it i went i scrapped through a few of them the most important ones really
0: the full monty all right uh call matt harford i had a question for jq if i were to buy a membership to mayaku is there a limited number of cars i could buy since there will be a limited number produced thanks and take care i think they were limited prototypes i don't think they're making limited amount of cars i think anybody can i
1: understand that it will be limited amount of cars just because of the fact that they can produce these two because the only way to buy the car is to buy a car for yourself you specialize the car for yourself it's like silicon valley stuff here you buy it on the Mayako website and you specialize the car for yourself and you get exactly those, those uh, roll bars, those uh, yeah. uh, hubs, those air springs, everything, what you want to have on a car. You get your personal engraving and all that. You don't have to be a member of that. That's for everyone, I believe. And
0: uh, Well, I think he was asking about yeah. the number of cars you can buy. That's
1: what he told me. I
0: know, I, I know a few guys have bought two right off the bat uh, because they just... Oh, bought- yeah, you can, buy,
1: you can buy multiple cars. Yeah. That's, that's so fine. that
0: means that's part of the, the membership yeah. gives you But I think I think
1: deal. they will produce it. I think I as I understand from Joseph and what what his initial ideas were uh it was that they would produce a certain amount so they know what type of cars they'll produce, they know who they're producing it to mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. you really can't buy the car mid-season and the idea I at least what I understand the idea of Mayako is the idea of this is to Keep people sort of on board. It's not like a regular sort of you buy the car and you would do whatever with with it. You buy a service, or You buy a team, sort of uh, experience, in a sense. If you're not a member, you don't take part in that. But if you are a member, you sort of that's why you pay for the membership.
0: Yeah, I I don't know too much about that. If you really wanted to get some more information, you could hit up Mike Walker, Tony Scarcella, or Scott Walker. I'm not. I'm really not involved in that part of things, so I can't uh, give you any yeah. real answers on that. Uh, we have a couple of questions yeah. about oh, Mayako. Yeah. and I
1: mean, I I don't say I know anything. Right. This is just what the plan was like initially when Mayako was Miyako was being done.
0: Yeah, no worries. Um, I'm not too sure about that, but hit them up. I I know there's. I know they didn't sell out completely of prototypes, so it might be. Some, i be able to get in all with that. I don't know. I'm not sure. But definitely the production... I have no idea. Yeah, have, the production run is starts next year. So I don't think... I think... I think...
1: I think, like, to people who ask questions like this... If I was someone who was just having fun in RC... And I was interested in the Mayako car... But I didn't want to commit to it... I would personally this is only my opinion, say that it's not really worth it. Uh, obviously, it's a, like I don't, I, this is not about like this is not about like the car isn't worth it. This is about sort of Mayako to me, what it should be, what I thought it probably will be. Uh, it's more than just a car. It's sort of like all of that together. So yeah, I think that's that's the way it's going and like, if you are on the fence of it, like, asking, like, that type of stuff, uh, it's definitely not going to get easier when you get the car. I'm, I'm telling you that.
0: <laughs> I, I just think you just have to believe in what's going on, and you do it or you don't. Like, yeah. I think that's kind of how Yeah, they, exactly. I think people you, this, just... Like, I
1: think this is sort of the... This business model that Mayako is doing is a model that you kind of have to commit to, and you get a lot out of it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't commit, you don't get almost anything out of it. Yeah. Whereas, uh, like the regular or more old school brands, the business model is we sell your stuff, you buy the stuff and that's it. And that's like, that's the end of it. So sort of, yeah. And, uh, the pyramid scheme for, <laughs> no, for some people. Expect. Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's a different model. Oh, okay. That's the sponsorship model.
0: Just, just to just like, if you really want more information on that, uh, maybe I'll ask JQ next month. He'll be one next week. Um, I just can't... I don't know really how that works. I just, when anybody has any questions like that, I just kind of pass it off to the guys that know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <clears throat> that's just my role in that. And then we have a couple of questions, Ben. Uh, has anybody received the Mayakos? Nope, nobody's received them yet. I remember they be available in Europe next year, I guess. So, hopefully these, hopefully people get theirs. I know I want mine. Uh soon. Matthew Parsi. What's up, Matt? How is, is Jack doing? That's Team Parsi down in Australia. Very nice father-son team. Very good people running JQ. I have a lot of love for this, for him and his son. Uh, Jack's definitely getting faster as well. What will raising the upper link on the hub do? What will what will raising the rear upper link on the hub but not raising it on the tower do? And when could this potentially be an option?
1: Well, this race is the role center. Uh... Raising on the hub and staying same on the tower, right? That was what he asked.
0: Yeah, let me see again. Yeah. Uh, link, r- raising the rear upper link on the hub, but not raising it on the tower. Do. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so basically what you're doing here, you are uh, raising the roll center here, uh, which means that your car sort of, uh, well, if you watch the invisible speed or my role center explanation video, which is free and on YouTube at, uh, from oh. the ground up playlist, <laughs> you can find it. <laughs> or if you want to pay $350 and look at JK's videos, you can do that as well. I think he might have but, this though,
0: uh, already on there. Like huh? Links. He might've done links. Uh, a link video.
1: He did jack for us, but it's, yeah. it's a bit different thing. Okay. But basically what you do with this, you raise the role center. It's, stiffens stiffens up the car but actually what it's doing it's 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 sort of uh, it's putting more force in the outer tire more quickly uh, less force through the shock so you will reduce roll in the car um, and on top of that what you will have is the as the link is higher on the hub the sort of the um, The angle change of the how do you put it when the car rolls into a corner the angle of the tire doesn't change as much so the angle of the tire stays more stood up Uh, this means that uh, your car will be more um, a bit more calm it will sort of calm down the car but it will also mean that you might lose some grip but uh, you will gain in sort of uh, you will gain in sort of uh, comfort in the car so personally uh, like this as an individual uh, change on the car isn't really a key thing to know what it mm-hmm. does because if your roll center is set correctly and your car rolls nicely and you uh, you just want to raise the link all together. That to me is a pretty good tuning option. If you raise the whole link from the inside and the outside, you get more confident in the car without affecting well, you will slightly affect the roll center, but mm-hmm. the effect on roll center will be very small compared to what, you would do, what you're doing here. Uh, so, you will get sort of the comfort effect that way, and if you go down, you will get sort of the stiffness and the slightly added grip effect on the car, and the the angle change on the uh, tire will be sort of a, a bit quicker if you have the uh, if you have the link lower on the hub uh, but if you keep the link lower as well then the roll center change won't be affected as much so this is something that you sort of have to know all you have to watch the, the camera game video you have to watch the roll center video and you have to know how the links work in there um, to sort of understand the whole thing because if your roll center is too low and you raise the link on the hub your car might be better because uh, the angle change on the tire isn't as aggressive and, and you get comfort or your car might be better because of the low center is too roll center is too low and now you raise the roll centers now it's about, about there where it should be so like you kinda need to know where you're at to start out with before you make changes like this. And it's it's very complicated unless you sort of know where you are. When you know where you are, it's not very complicated anymore.
0: Yeah, you just complicated my life with that answer. So um because you you ran into certain size mode and when you do that, yeah. I I I blank out. It's funny because yeah, I was getting semester. to
1: understand concepts like this, it's, it's visual you really have to should take have had your 350 video and watch and jq's it. videos yeah we probably should have
0: your video yeah up.
1: my videos my videos explain these pretty well as, as well but i i try to keep it so that people can still grasp what's going on mm-hmm. and i don't want to make it so that it's like 30 minutes long and i don't personally i don't have the time jq that's why jq's courses cost money because mm-hmm. he spent a lot of time to do, it, hey man, to do it
0: if you make it that i can understand it then anybody can that's that's your litmus test if lefty can understand it then anybody can
1: i mean then i can't really explain anything <laughs> about rc cars all right we
0: have <laughs> we have one more question and it's from our instagram question if you ain't following us on instagram please do we also have a tiktok uh youtube channel and all that good stuff so follow us there and give us some subs uh we check have a TikTok? Our, yeah we have a tiktok uh, you mean me wow. checking out my tiktok videos yeah, man.
1: I don't have TikTok. I don't want Chinese spying on me.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, it definitely does get addictive. I've found myself spending like an hour just flicking through it. Yeah. Uh, Checkered Past 503. Does Max have a preferred European track or favorite European track? We kind of went over that. So
1: We kind of did. I'd say Barco okay. in Italy. Says, but it doesn't exist anymore. I,
0: I, this is a good question, but I'm going to add something to this. He asked, What is on his bucket list of tracks to visit? And I would put into that, What even tracks that don't exist anymore?
1: Yeah, okay, this is actually a good question. Uh, tracks that don't exist anymore. No, that was my
0: add uh, twist to the question. He said, What's your bucket yeah, yeah. list track? Yeah. Put one that's existing now and then put one that you probably would have liked to have visited back in the day.
1: Dang, I mean, I visited almost all the tracks I really like. Um, well, I I say Montpellier. I'm not mm-hmm. eager to go there for the track, but I want to attend the event mm-hmm. at least at some point in my life. Um, I had a chance to run at Neo. I ran at like Redavan and. Did you run at Neo and like um? Yeah,
0: England?
1: yeah, the actual Neo, like the okay. yeah, yeah. So luckily, I, it was the last one. I luckily I went that year. You've done um, a lot
0: for 19 years old, right, RC-wise.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, huge thanks to Joseph and my parents for that. <laughs> uh, you've done a
0: lot of... Think, come to dude, think of it, you've done pretty much all the... You haven't done, like, a U.S. Nationals. You haven't done, like, a Silver State, but okay. you've done quite a few races. I want
1: to do... I would, like, from from races that don't exist anymore, like the old, old-school Silver State something like that would be cool. Like, like some, the tracks like Degani always talks about something like that. I would like people, because who, that's so crazy. Like I would have probably enjoyed it, but I would just like to be there and say I was there.
0: It's like, um, we always talk about Hammett. Hammett was so cool. And it was so, it was, it was so small. Yeah. I never, I've never seen like, how it was. But. It was so small. And then when you get there, you're like, this is Hammett. Like, like is this small little track? This is what everybody yeah. raves but about.
1: But if, if you think about it, I've actually attended almost like all the cool tracks that I think were nice and cool to attend. Like I've been to DMC, I've been to PMB, uh, Thunder I've been Ali. to Manila. Uh huh.
0: You've been Thunder Alley, you've been Santa Barbara, Thunder you've been JBRL, you've done you know, you've been uh, to Proline, dude. you've been to Rev, you've been to you know, you've been to a lot of the iconic races. You've been to PMB. I've never you, been to
1: Rev, actually. Oh, but you I, that's not like I guess that would be something like I could say I've been to Rev, but I I haven't thought that Rev was a cool track in a long time, really. It's um, it's
0: convenient. That's why people like it.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's but yeah, yeah. Let's put it that way. It's convenient, um, dude. Like there really isn't a track I would really really wish to go to.
0: Well, I want to go to Redavon and if I could go to any track yeah. from any time right now, I would go. To the 2010 Worlds in Thailand.
1: That was one one I thought about, but I don't I don't really like tracks like that. I'm not worried is, like, about the track. I could say like
0: I want to go to the event.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, like if okay, like events. Yeah, obviously, I would like to attend an old sealer State, old DNC, like very old DNC, and I would like to attend like Pattaya Worlds. Uh, 2006 Worlds in Indonesia, something like that, I would like to attend. Why not the Worlds in Charlotte? I didn't really like the track. Then, I, like the, I like, like the
0: track in Charlotte. I raced, well, not on that particular one, but I raced on that track. Yeah. And it was probably at that time the biggest track I'd ever raced on, and I enjoyed it. I loved it.
1: Yeah. To me, really, there isn't like a bucket list track that still exists today.
0: All of them. I just want to go to all of them. There we go.
1: Dude, is my RC career over now? I don't really want to go to any track anymore. Well, I Greg, don't have a bu- Greg, my bucket Greg, list is full.
0: Greg had a question for you guys. How does it feel now that you don't you don't you're never going to travel out of Finland to race RC cars again?
1: I don't think that affects <laughs> I can you. Travel out of Finland. <laughs> he
0: just thinks it. Right. also yeah, you know how Greg is. He's just teasing you. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know, man. For me personally though, honestly, I would love to. I've been to two nationals. That was two bucket lists. Two, two races off my list that I wanted to go to. I would love to go to a Euros. I would love to go to a Worlds. And I would love yeah. one day go to an Onward Worlds. Like, you know what I mean? Like a Nitro Onward Worlds. And...
1: Yeah. And boat racing. There's a lot of cool on-job tracks in the world.
0: And boat racing. Uh, lots of stuff I want to do. I, I am rejuvenated to do a whole bunch of RC stuff. Just my budget isn't. So... Uh, yeah, so anybody who wants to, you know, send me some RC stuff to do some stuff, cool stuff with, I'll send you my email. I'll send you my mailing address. It's in Miami. Don't cost that much. All right. Um, I think that we had quite a lot of questions, dude. People are liking your answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're probably going to be, you know, as part of our revamping, going to be able to dedicate a little bit more time to these in 2022. So that's good. Thank you to everybody for uh sending us questions for the Beach RC Bench Racing Q&A. Good luck to everybody attending Masters of Dirt this weekend. I hope Aiden Horn wins everything. And we're going to get Aiden on her to have a stock versus mod, a mod versus stock debate.
1: So you're going to have one of the top racers in America, and you're going to have some guy with a pink pinion argue against each other? Because it's so much fun.
0: Like, Larry just, (laughs) like, Joey is, like, the pink pinion crusader. And he can bring, he can probably bring a guest on. He might do Aiden and you... Or something we'll see how it goes um yeah good i luck don't care everybody. about
1: pink pinions <laughs> yeah. like if you have a pink pinion don't talk to me talk to the hand
0: <laughs> uh but you know that's a whole different rant altogether uh i just think it's gonna be yeah. a great race and i think uh you know kudos to brent and the beach rc crew for what they do and remember guys we have an affiliate link for them if you guys can go to that affiliate link and it uses and use that it helps us out a lot and he you knows shows that we're doing our job max i think we're going to go on to the main interview with uh the turkish german 15 year old who looks like he's 21 Burkan Kilek. <laughs> talks like he's 21 too it was actually a great chat with him i hope you guys enjoy it he's yeah, a great guy yeah i i can't wait to talk to burak i can't wait to meet him and his <clears throat> all of them like you know the whole family one day uh, enjoy the interview with Burkhan Kilek and thank you to Techno RC for their support. And Max, I'll see you back for our conclusion.
5: Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC is a premium manufacturer specializing in 8th and 10th scale high-performance off-road RC buggies and trucks. Visit www.technorc.com for a complete catalog of their products. Techno RC, excellence in engineering. Hashtag Techno Takeover.
0: Joining me this week is... The younger half of a very dynamic duo that are known as the Killicks. Killicks? Killicks brothers. Yeah, Kilich. Kilich Brothers. Uh, if you guys we've talked about them a lot on the podcast. Uh, you have Borak Kilich, which isn't he isn't here with us today, but we have the younger brother Barkan, We finished third this pa- uh, a week ago, uh, at the Buggy Land race. Congratulations on that. Yep. Uh, welcome Thanks to the podcast. We kinda kinda met each other on Instagram. Yeah, because I got your yes, yeah, age AH wrong.
5: Yeah, I said you thought I was like seventeen, mm-hmm. but I'm actually 15. So I corrected that, and yeah. Dude, you do not
0: sound like a 15 year old. You don't even look like a 15 year old. So I'm sure you With get a
5: lot of beard though. Hey,
0: when I was 15, I had a full beard too. Don't worry. So. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Um, Joseph said you guys enjoy the podcast too, so I'm, I'm happy, uh, you know, you enjoy our rants, which is great because I like ranting at Joseph. Um, congratulations on the third place this past weekend. Uh, it was a rough race. I didn't get to see much of it, but I was watching the scoring and beautiful track. Um, I, I love that track. It really is a great track. Like you go up a mountain and come back down and go back up, like you go Thank up a you. hill, come back down, go back up a hill, come back down. <laughs> Really great track. That guy built some amazing, beautiful tracks. Um, unfortunately, we did not get to see much of the race because um, you, you know, you had some issues that I didn't, I didn't know about to you told me and whatnot. But welcome to the podcast. I want people to get to know you. Let's talk about you a little bit. So you are 15 years old. Uh, you are you live in Germany. What part of Germany do you live in?
5: Uh, in the north, in the north, in the near from Hamburg. It's called uh, Bream. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's pretty chilled out here, and yeah.
0: Yeah. And you are of Turkish descent like your your parents are from Turkey, your dad and your yeah. mom. So you guys immigrated to Germany? Well, you're no, My dad,
5: my dad immigrated from Turkey mm-hmm. and my mom is born in Germany, but she's uh, Turkish, so right. Yeah, I'm full Turkish. <laughs>
0: All right. So how old is Burak?
5: Uh Burak is uh, 17 years old. Oh, wow, you guys and, is still so young. Yeah
0: you guys are so young but it feels like you've been in rc forever
5: yeah the thing is my first german national final was with nine years old oh really and they're also in the final with neumann Reckwart, and it was like all the big guns mm-hmm. and then i was like with my nine years old on a, I don't know but it was super nice and also Burke he was 11 there uh-huh. And we were both in the final. And I finished sixth and he fourth. And I uh, landed before a uh, record and it was so nice for me. Oh, because Rekwit is... nine years old.
0: Yeah, record is... That's another person I'd like to get on here and talk to. Um, He's a legend. and uh,
5: He's a legend and a super nice guy. So,
0: yeah. I, I think so. you're the first guy from Germany, like a German racer that I've had on the podcast. So congratulations.
5: Thanks. <laughs> also the first Turkish one, so um all
0: right so i'd like to find out how this all started for you uh how did you guys get interested i mean obviously it's you and your brother because it both happened i assume at the same time but how did you guys discover rc how did this journey start for you
5: uh my dad saw, uh, saw some guys uh driving a c car on the what's called um I uh, can wait one second. Rem- also, remember uh, guys,
0: English is his second language. So he's a little <laughs> bit nervous. He's got to re- he's got to do some some Google Translate on uh, her.
5: You know where the car stands? Oh, on the driver stand? No, one second. The translator needs to help me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh parking spot.
0: Oh, parking parking lot. Okay,
5: yeah, got you. My, my dad saw some guys who driving their AC car on the parking spot. And then he also buys some SC cars, drove on the parking spot. And yeah, some guy asked, ah, oh, there are races. So my dad went to the first race with, I guess, 70 people. And he won it, the yeah. first race.
0: So this was on-road? Or off-road? No,
5: off-road. Oh, so road. They,
0: they raced in a parking lot in off-road? Yeah. Oh, wow.
5: It was, like, it was 1995? Okay. Something. And he won the race. It was super crazy. No it was with seventy people. It was, and then yeah, then he raced, raced, raced. He was a really consistent driver, not the best, mm-hmm. but all the time final, final, final. And also, Rackwitz uh, was in his prime, mm-hmm. I guess. And my dad called, keep up with him, and yeah. Then my brother was born. I was born. My brother started with six years old. Mm-hmm. Um, at this time I was four, so I didn't had interest in it um, then I started also with six years old and uh, yeah on our racetrack I finished last <laughs> and yeah that's how it started and over the years like when Burek was eight
4: mm-hmm.
5: he went super quick like uh, also they checked it if he have something in his car and like it was crazy and yeah. <laughs>
0: So, so what was you what was you guys racing Started was, like that yeah, eight scale was what you guys started with, right?
5: Yeah, only one eight scale yeah because the thing is we have like in North Germany we have no tracks like literally zero. The nearest is like 100 a kilometer and it's only carpet oh, and okay. we need to drive like a lot to uh, like to races so so like all weekends 500 kilometers, thousand all oh. weekends. So, we have like since I drive, we have never practice in the week. And yeah.
0: You, you guys don't practice throughout the week?
5: School and work. So, wow. We never practice in the week.
0: So, eight years old, Burok's getting good. Six years old, you start. Does yeah, your dad... I,
5: I was good since, I don't know, since 2019 with the Agama. Mm-hmm. But then we went from Agama to Mugen. Uh, 2020 and then I went super quick like 2019 buggy land with the Agama. I don't know how much Robert gave me How much laps, mm-hmm. Like three four laps. He gave me right. and then in, like three months later with the Mugen in Padova I was starting in front of him
0: Incredible, incredible so <clears throat> So did your dad when did your dad stop racing?
5: Uh, since I drive since now nine years. Really, since I started. that. Sorry.
0: So <laughs> yeah. So he does. Uh, you were saying he does a lot of the mechanic work for you guys. He works on both of your cars, or do you guys help yeah, it out well, at all?
5: The thing is, we have uh, no mechanic, like a second mechanic. That's why our dad does it, and yeah, sometimes in the final, he pits us at the same time, same lap, alone, and yeah. Then my brother, I tell my brother, wait off me because we have no other ones. It's all the time super funny. I was going to ask yeah. that.
0: Who do, who pits your brother? Because you guys are always in the finals together.
5: Uh, like on big races, like someone else coming with us. But on small races, my dad does it alone.
0: Interesting. Interesting. All right. <clears throat> so when after Burak was eight years old and he's getting fast and they were checking for, I guess, I assume they were checking for gyros and whatnot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so when was his when was your first big race after that like when it was your first real race and you said it was you made the finals at nine years old but you had to make some did you make any other finals before that
5: my first big race was actually the German national with nine years old before that i was with six years old in leipzig i don't know if you know that but there was a like in a hall also the Falk and all the guys went to there mm-hmm. and I um, get into the final with Truggy and got sixth place with six years old.
0: And where was this again? Sorry,
5: in Leipzig. I don't know. Yeah, I never heard
0: of that. So I'd have to go look but it up. It was a big
5: race in Germany. So mm-hmm. yeah,
0: interesting, interesting, interesting. All right, so. When did you guys start taking this a little bit more serious? Um, I know we was talking. You said this is still a hobby for you. That's how you like to think of it. I I, I think of it. You're more of it's more of a sport when you're doing it. You're, what you guys are doing at. <clears throat> but we haven't had. Um, we have a couple. We've had a couple of brother teams or uh, racers throughout history. We had the France Matt Francis and Mark Francis. We have the Agoin Agoins Agoins Igon, Agoin um, the Skidmores, I'm probably missing direct. um What's the Re- other German Re- guy's Re- name? Re- Reinhart's Yeah. So, there's been a, a, quite a few brother-brother uh, teams, but I don't know if there's been a brother-brother team where you guys are almost equal in speed. Like, I think you guys are both equal. I think it depends. Like, one day, Borok can beat you and one day you can beat Borok, but... When I talk to like Max and even some other guys, they say you're the faster one. I'm just saying that's what they say. But how do you feel about that?
5: The thing is, uh, we practice all the time together because he's my brother. Mm -hmm. And over the years, he pushed me a lot. So I become quick because of him. Everybody knows that. Because with 10 years old, he was the fastest in Germany. Almost the fastest. And I was like, okay, final, but maybe top five, maybe not. So... I was good, but not like him. And he pushed me, pushed me, pushed me. And now we change the rules and now I'm behind him and pushing him at the next race. So it's really good practice with him. And I can say a big thank you to my brother that I'm so fast as now. So, That's so yeah, good that
0: you guys still got along though. And, and not get off of You're going to get along but your brothers. I mean, your competitors, but your brothers.
5: Yeah, like all races on big race we're working together. Mm-hmm. I only won the Polish national because of him.
0: Really?
5: So, yeah. Why was that? Because on the last round, I was like super bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I was sick. I was driving super bad mm-hmm. at everything. And another guy was there. He was also super quick. And yeah, normally uh, when I have a bad day, my brother has a good... Day he gives me two laps normally, easy. Really? Yeah, and then he was behind me, behind me, the whole laps for like 45 minutes. And then he went into the pit, waited like 10 seconds, and then he pushed again five laps later, he was behind me. So I don't know how he does it, but he, like on bumpy tracks, he's unstoppable, crazy fast.
0: Really? How about you? What's your favorite type of track?
5: Buggyland land tracks like super smooth and oh. on this tracks i'm super quick but uh, i don't know why but since i drive we only have bumpy tracks okay and i'm not i'm good at it but not that good at it. like borak he's <laughs> crazy so is borak good on the
0: smooth tracks as well
5: he's also good at it but like since we joined moon like on parova montpellier buggy land uh, Portugal last year, I bet, bet him on every uh, track of them and butts on bumpy tracks all the time. He's faster
0: Oh man, you got to get out there and do some rough track racing man get faster there, but yeah Most of the tracks are going to that smooth like buggy It exceptional. It's it was, it Looked it looked really smooth. Looked like it had some grip. I didn't really see any rough I, I mean, I I couldn't see much but you obviously was there was it was it as smooth as it looked
5: It it was super smooth, like the track was crazy smooth. Um, And yeah, a lot of guys wrote that they have uh, like what's called um, brake issues and setup issues and I don't know, like I never had any problem because I don't know why, but my dad looks at the weather, looks at the track at home and says, okay, I do the setup like this, like this, we go to the race and then he changed some stubbies and finished really interesting oh
0: well, yeah dad seems to know what he's doing as well he used to race
5: yeah it's crazy he's like uh, doing mechanic all week and okay doesn't know like this this this. like he's doing his job like crazy good i don't know how but yeah the mechanic like all the time i never had a race where the car was shit never <laughs> <laughs> and never had a car issue like never. I only fl- flamed out or something like this happened, but the car all the time is super crazy good. Yeah, it's,
3: it's, it's your dad,
5: your dad, and
0: um, uh, Mason's dad, Mike. He, like, he has two kids as well, two brothers, two sons that are racing, and your dad's doing the same thing. and I tell him all the time, I said, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. Like even like and they and they race a lot like you guys. They race on um you know, they go to a lot of the big races and and stuff like that. So it's good to see that as well. That hey man, when dad's into it, like I would love my kids to well we don't have anywhere to race. So um yeah. if my son or daughter ever wants to do it, then sure, I'm going to be all behind them. All right. Um so you you did talk about making the switch from Agama cuz you worked. You guys were on Nemo for quite a long time. How long were you guys running Nemo?
5: Uh, Agama. It was four years
3: mm-hmm.
5: um and yeah we after a had third place at yeah. the euros a lot changed
3: mm-hmm.
5: like agama is also a good car mm-hmm. i can't complain it but Moog is so you say it right actually it's
0: mugen like we all say mugen but it's mugen that's all I think. Is. I
5: call it on German. So it's Mugen. So yeah,
0: don't worry. I used to be a Mugen. I used to be a Mugen knight as well. Before I met JQ, I have all my Mugen cars back there. I'm always, that was my first eight scale car was a Mugen. So
5: like, if you start a C car, you start with Kyosho or Mugen. Everybody knows that. So. Exactly.
0: That's the only and two cars Mugen. that were worth anything back then. Really?
5: Yeah. I, I think I achieved all with 15. I'm driving for Mugen directly for Japanese with my brother. hmm it's perfect
0: fifteen years old, fifteen years old, so let's talk about that um because you know you said you'd treat this as a hobby, try not to take it too serious, but realistically, like you and your brothers, you and your brother are what i I would say you're semi pro right now. um would you agree with that?
5: yeah, why not? <laughs>
0: I, I mean, obviously, professional means getting paid and everything fully travel and all that type of stuff. I don't know what you guys. Deal is with uh we can't
5: uh, talk about that so
0: no that's cool i know that's personal um but i mean i I think you guys are going to be professional racers both of you unless something happens and you you know do something else in life but is that a goal for you and your brother to become actual professional racers and do it for a living
5: yeah the thing is i want to do school first so then i can do some sc cup professional but i want to have something um, uh, to start then professional asica, so I can start no asSEica professional. I think it's no problem, but I want to have something in my hand um if something happens in ica, so if some faster drivers came come yes. go, so like it's it's like crazy how much new drivers come and go mm-hmm. the last time so yeah,
0: but you're still like in equivalent to high school of um
5: yeah i'm like now in the final year of school okay. and i don't know if i do like more school after it or go work i need to decide
0: or oh, take a break and now. do rc for a year see where it goes
5: <laughs> yeah i need to see
0: <clears throat> yeah i mean you're still young dude like i mean after that great performance at Leon and then i hope i hope that you guys make it over to america next year i really want to see you guys come to dnc and uh, do some racing there And we have the worlds next year which is great i can't wait for that and um i know i I, when i saw that i jumped for joy i was like the only thing that can stop me from going to the Worlds next year is if i'm i die because i am going to the Worlds next year (laughs) so i'm all excited uh yeah i i think being a professional racer is not out of the. i think you guys are on the way there but if you what do you want to study in school if you was to go to the university
5: Still no idea, so year. I need to also think about it. I think I have now, like, one year left, and then I need to see if I study or go work. Like, I don't know. my I'm good at school, so
0: you got good yeah, grades? I have a lot
5: of choices. Yeah.
0: I sucked at school, dude. No worry, I sucked at school. <laughs> I, I did not like school. I went to, like, one of the better schools in my country, but I just didn't like school, and I just didn't like it. Um, which I'm kind of paying for it now, but that's fine. What about your brother? Is oh, he is he in school or is he working or what's he doing?
5: Now he's uh, working. Like he's also good in school, but not like good, good. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's now working as uh, what's called uh, what the, where you color the cars. A painter. Yeah, a painter.
0: Okay, like real cars.
5: Yeah, real cars. Okay,
0: so he's learning how to do auto body.
5: Yeah. Right. right also buddy it was to he's
0: learning a skill good smart man smart yeah. man smart man because a lot of people just think like oh yeah once i get that deal and i become like i'm almost there like i'm, I'm on my way but it's still a big jump from getting that 100 deal maybe a little bit of travel to getting paid to do this for like paid where you make a decent living yeah very hard so when you was younger or even now, who were some of your mentors, some of the drivers that you looked up to?
5: Always Rekord. record. Record? Like in Germany, he was like, oh, crazy. He, he's the guy. And I know like Robert, also my teammate, I also looked at, at, at him because he was he's still crazy fast. And yeah, I think only the two. And yeah, and now I have Robert as my teammate and I, I'm feeling like, oh. Yeah, has so he, nice.
0: Has he been helpful with you and and setting up your cars and whatnot? Has he helped you out a lot? The
5: thing lot? is, my dad is a really good mechanic. Okay. He doesn't uh, want help or doesn't need any help. Gotcha. So, but do you, Robert had a good buggy uh, land too.
0: Fourth, I think he came. Well,
5: yeah, he. I was fighting with him.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, you guys were fighting the whole race. Burak was fighting with Rana and you was fighting with... Yeah, uh, um... no, the thing
5: is, I was at the start fighting with Kanas and Ogaro for the win. Mm-hmm. Then I had the first fl- fl- engine flame but I was still, like, 22nd ahead of Robert and the other guys. Mm-hmm. Then I had the second flame and then I was behind them. Yes. And uh, Burak was fighting with Robert and Baton. Mm-hmm. Then he had also the 2 times engine flamber, then he was fighting with Rana but yeah, you had two or three
0: flame-outs.
5: I had two, and, but the next pizza was with a bottle. So it was, yeah, a crazy race.
0: Just so people clarify, because we talked about this before, this gentleman flamed out two times, still finished third. And the, the reason they found out was uh the fuel gun. Or,
5: yeah, they, it, the it, fuel they, gun, yeah. we put it in and then flamed out directly. We don't gotcha. know why. We had a lot of fuel in it, so.
0: Yeah. All right, so now you said there's a lot of young racers, and there is. Europe is full of young racers right especially in Italy. Wow, Italy is. Yeah, trying- that's
5: true. Yes. That's true. A lot of good guys there.
0: But you guys seem to be rising above that. I mean, you've you've you, obviously you done and Spain. Spain's got a lot of young talent. Parente and all those guys coming up too. Who do you feel is the? Who do you feel is your biggest challenge out there in your age bracket? My brother, <laughs> but he's a little older than
5: you. Yeah, in, in my age mm-hmm. bracket, I think now, like in Italy, they're all, I think, over 18 now. Okay. So they're quite old. So my biggest rival is now my brother, because Daniel Parente, he's like super quick, mm-hmm. but like only in Spain. How old is he? That's, that's, uh, I think he's 16. But okay, he's so a lot smaller than me, so he looks younger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get like out of Spain. Italy, yeah, it's normal, but, you know, cash and all the other stuff. Yes. All, also, the Italy guys, they're all, only racing in Italy, mm-hmm. and they're only fast in Italy. But, like, Poletti, he's crazy fast everywhere. Polito? Like, Pol- Polito, Yeah. yeah? It's crazy. Like, I don't know why. Like, I, I like him. Marco Ravalia. I really like him as a guy. But I don't know why he's in the top 25.
3: <laughs>
5: really, I, I don't I don't know the system. It's really because weird. the algorithms.
0: The algorithms put yeah. in there. Are you in it? I haven't even checked it yet.
5: No, I, I don't. I mean, like, last year, I had, like, Montpellier P6, uh, Padova P6, um, what's called uh, Portugal uh, P3, and now P3, and I'm still not in it? And I won <laughs> Polish nets and all the stuff. But well, the Polish next I doesn't count, because... Yeah, I, I know, I know only the big races, but uh, what?
0: Yeah, it, a lot of people don't understand it. I talk, I know the guy who does it, and it's just... It's the, algor- the way the algorithm works, it, like... It, ugh, because we don't have a series, you know what I mean? We don't have any yeah. series in RC, so we can't really... <laughs>
5: Still weird for me, so. <laughs> nah,
0: it doesn't matter. You finished third at Buggy and versus some of the best in the world, so it doesn't really matter about that. You know what I mean? Um, I, the the top twenty five is nice. I like to look at it. It gives us something to talk about. But like to really have a top twenty five, we would have to have an actual series where people, you know, like any other motorsports. But that's a whole spiel for another day. We've talked about that a lot. All right, outside of RC. What do you like to do? What are some of your hobbies?
5: Like I play a lot of games, like uh, racing games. Mm-hmm. I also sitting now in a simulator, um, and yeah. Yeah, because you play.
0: What you playing? Assetto Corso?
5: F one. I'm ah. also driving esports in it. So <laughs> you like esports? And yeah, I think it's yeah, great. I do a lot of esports F one, and I'm playing not a lot, but sometimes uh, basketball.
0: Favorite, uh, any and type yeah. of any type of sports that you particularly like or follow? Is it just basketball?
5: Mm, F1. It's also a sport, so. Yeah,
0: of course. Turkey this
5: weekend. Like football and basketball. What? Yeah, oh my God, Turkey, yes. finally. As as we're recording I'm this, it's like, it.
0: It. it's before the race because we're recording, you know, before this will be launched, we're recording before that. So Turkey this weekend, I'll be watching that Sunday morning.
5: I'm um, super hyped about it. So. Yeah,
0: it's going to be good. Let's go Hamilton.
5: I'm a what? Hamilton. I'm a Hamilton uh, I'm fan I'm like a Carlos Sainz fan I don't know why Okay
0: Well his dad was oh, a good oh. rally car driver
5: Yeah and I know Really good We've been uh, When we were in Madrid We went to his Go-kart track And oh, all was good Oh it was yeah super nice Yeah oh,
0: After Buggyland
5: Yeah at the Buggyland race We went to With Ongaro My brother And some friends There And, and- you said Ongaro Beat you there too right no, I bet all the guys, I was the fastest. Oh. I, I don't know why. <laughs> like two tenths. Are you the at smartest? The track record. Yeah, okay. of course.
0: That's why, because you're the lightest. <laughs> you're the lightest. Um, oh good man. Um alright, so what are some of your your goals in RC? And like what would you like to do in RC?
5: Like the thing is, um always I try my best at this seeker, but actually I don't have a goal because I'm racing try my best and finish like this weekend I know I could win so I go for the win next race I know I can go for top five I go for top five so that's pretty simple yeah it's, it's pretty simple so yeah no pressure for me <laughs> also no one makes pressure like my dad makes no pressure my brother like maybe I have a goal beat my brother mm-hmm. like yeah that's the only goal, I think.
0: And what's his goal? To beat you? He wants to beat everybody. Who? He wants to beat everybody.
5: Yeah, that, that's that's true.
0: Do you think Borak takes like, it a little bit more serious than you? Or
5: Yeah, a lot more. A lot more. Like, he wants to be professional, but my dad says, no, you're too young, go work and do something. But all good.
0: You know, I think I think your dad's smart. Like that like you know what i mean you should i know you should learn a trade if you're not going go to go school learn a trade you know what i mean because rc doesn't last forever you know we you we, we know that i mean you guys can have a good career you know what i mean to you like let's say 35 what are you going to do after 35 do you go work in the industry do you go get another job it's hard so learning a trade is always good and you know what if your brother goes out there and works for a year or two when he becomes a professional RC car driver, he appreciate it more. Cause he'd be like, Yeah, I'm all right, I'd rather go travel and race RC cars than than do this. But he might like auto body too. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I know. I know. So, it's it's yeah. good because I see a lot of parents that just want their kids to be like, you know, be professional, right? From a young age and they want to get them in and they wanna do this. But that's it's 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 a very rare occurrence that that happens. Like, you know what I mean? That's like unicorns right there. I think you guys can do it, but I think what your dad, I would do the same thing as your father. I would be like, all right, go out and work, go out and experience life a little bit. You know what I mean? You can still race like two years. He's young. He can, he can be a professional in in a year time. You know what I mean? I I have a feeling he's probably going to be professional soon too, but maybe you being more relaxed allows you to do better.
5: Like, I don't know why, but all the guys before the final, they are nervous. Mm. And I'm standing there, okay. Okay, the final is no good.
0: No nerve. You didn't get nervous <laughs> at like,
5: Never. Like, I only... The first and last time I went nervous was, like, in Padova, mm-hmm. because it was my first race in the eco-final against big guys. And I won it. So... Yeah, And since then, I never get nervous. Like, okay, I'm driving against my brother. It's always my head. i driving against my brother. Finish. Wow. No pressure.
0: That's A lot of people can't do that, man. A lot of people can't do that. You, you see these guys, like, I can imagine so much pressure for those guys. This is money for them, too, as well. But you're just like, yeah, I'm just racing my brother.
5: Yeah, all the time. Like, also, when Guba was behind me, okay? My brother's ahead of me, full throttle and finished <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you did have a little incident this weekend uh, last weekend you got in it with um he actually showed me that and then you showed it to me
5: um but yeah that, but
0: that's racing as well
5: you know what that's I mean? Racing, that happens? I guess from my side it happens mm-hmm. it was like not the smartest move because I like have literally zero brake in my car mm-hmm. because uh, my car is like super aggressive like my rear is super loose. Mm. My dad builds it like this fast. And I have a lot of steering. Okay. And yeah, so I don't break. You don't break and at then all. And I like I break but only I end off to the straight or something like that. Really?
0: But you drive yeah. like me. I can't break. So <laughs> well my finger doesn't break fast enough on this side. So I coast a lot. But excuse me, you are way, way, way better than I would ever be. But I don't use brakes either, but I do not get the results that you get at all. So interesting driving style. You like a really loose car. Does your brother like that as well?
5: Yeah, more loose than me. So he's a driver. He has full steering with the Moon. Mm -hmm. Need more steering. Need more brake. Need more this. Need more this. Like his driving set is super aggressive. Okay. Like super, super. And mine is normally calm. This that's the only difference between us. We are the same speed, all same, but the driving's is super different.
0: Well, I think your driving style reflects your personality. You're you're very calm, very, you know, outgoing. I haven't talked to your brother yet, but you know, you're the first one to reach out to me. To that. So I guess it's like it reflects your personality. Your driving style is more calm and reflect and, and relaxed, and his he wants it he wants to, that aggressiveness. He wants to be, you know. I think I think it's like, it's weird because I thought you guys would be both, it's weird because I thought you both be like the same, like, oh, I want to do this, but I, get, I haven't even talked to your brother yet. And I I can see that you guys are two completely different.
5: Like, yeah, we're completely different yeah, completely drivers, different persons, everything, like everything. Wow. Like on the track, I do nothing, like literally nothing. I clean my car, give it to my dad. <laughs> he, said, he says to me, you need to say nothing. I saw all, I change it. Next time will it be better. My brother, oh we need to change this, this, this but my dad already knows it, but he but because he looks the car mm-hmm. and says, Okay, it's good, it's shit, we need to change this to one point I don't know. I don't even know any setups. Like nothing. <laughs>
0: yeah, like I um, don't know anything. Yeah, like <laughs> have you ever seen Days of Thunder? It's a very older movie, but it's about NASCAR driving and it's got um Oh shucks. This is too old for you. This is like 1990 this was made. But the guy, uh, Cole Trickle was his name. The name, the guy's name, oh, he's a famous actor. I can't remember his name. Why can't I remember his name? He's been in like all these movies, like Mission Impossible, all this stuff. Oh, Anywho, this guy doesn't know anything about racing at all. He just drives. And he comes in and the guys are talking all this technical stuff to him. He's like, I don't know. So they have to teach him. How to do that. Do you think it will come a time when you get interested in learning about your car and how to do things like that?
5: No. Actually, no. Like, so sometimes I'm driving and my dad says, "Ah, you feel a different, uh, I don't know, super, like, normally I drive super soft and then he puts soft on my car. And then you, uh, he said, ask me, can you feel a difference? I say, it's much better, but it's actually super soft. So. You know he tricks me and i say it's better like bad but it's actually the same so wow wow <laughs> so
0: you're just talented man that's what it comes down to you're just talented. like
5: really I, I don't know anything about sc cars like i know car tires engine and like the simple stuff but about setup and uh, hard things oh so. i don't care and i don't know so <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Mugen guys, do not contact Burkhan for setup advice. Do
5: I not. always say them contact Burek or my dad. Finish.
0: It's like me. People ask me setup advice. I'm like nah, JQ or Max. I just, I just make minimal. When I did race, I change tires, make this change, and that's it. I just have fun. But I guess, but that works for you though. You know, it, yeah, obviously it is. It, it,
5: the thing is, I have, uh, like, for me, the best mechanic now in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I never had any problems with the setup. Too much grip, next round, the car was perfect. Too less grip, next round, the car was perfect. Like, also the tires. My, we now drive per circuit. A lot mm-hmm. of guys in America don't know that. Like, we have, like, four profits and three different uh, tire compounds. Enough. And it's fast. It's super quick.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope you guys come to DNC. What's the chances of you guys coming over there?
5: The thing is now, because I'm in the last year of school, it will be hard to come there. But uh, we try our best to come. Like, always, like, this year we didn't go to Portugal because of COVID. Last day, they said, you can't go. It's uh, You need to go two weeks into quarantine. I go to school. Mm. So I need to stay in Germany. And we don't go alone. Like, we Kult. But my dad said, both or none.
0: I like that. He, I think, he wants you guys to both have the the same opportunities. And I think he thinks yeah. if you if one of you go, then the other misses out on something. So that's that's the way to do it, man. That's honestly the way to do it. That's how the Fullers do it. And
5: like, I I have no problem. My dad can go to races with my brother alone, but he will not do it. Like when I was twelve years old. I was so close to stop SC car racing because I didn't enjoy it anymore mm. and my dad said, "Okay, it's your choice." But then I was like, "Next week, oh, I'm so bored, I need to do something." And then went to racing again.
0: How do you feel about it now? Do you do you enjoy it still? Are you are you passionate like, about it?
5: Like when I'm driving it's it's like ah oh, yeah yeah it's like my favorite food or something. I'm just <laughs> liking it. It's I like it. It's a hobby for me still. I'm still liking it. Like, on the final, I finished third, I was like, nice, super, good. Like, the thing is, um, my impression, or what's called, my emotions are really not that high. Like, I'm like, okay, nice. Also, in every qualifying session in Land, I finished second. And I went with one Nitro 4th and the other an Eco 3. But mm-hmm. every other, I finished, like, second with a half seconds behind on Gao or someone else. It was like, okay, good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, and wow, I, I just, like I said, when you first told me that, when we first talked, I was like, wow, this is just, and then I, I just realized, like, now talking to you, getting to know you over the last few days, like, I can see, like, this just works for you. Like, some people, some people are tense, just, like, in it. And I think some people are just like, yeah, let's go. And how you explain how when you're racing, that was pretty cool. It's like, I'm eating my favorite food or something like that. That's that's pretty cool. All right. So what's next for you guys? Where are you guys racing next?
5: I don't know. Now, I think uh, this month is Padova, Mm -hmm. but we don't know if we go there because it's like empty empty the race we don't know why but mm. no one will go to the race
0: Well, they have the reg gp so, next weekend i think i think that's
5: where jq we, we don't go there we don't go there ah, okay. it's like us. we have a story but we don't talk about that
0: no <laughs> he says we have a story but we don't talk about that <laughs> oh my gosh so what has been your favorite uh track to go to so far has it been buggy land
5: um the first time we went to Redovan, like where the world champion is now, 2016, mm-hmm. oh, boy, crazy. The what do you is, like about
0: that track so much? It's so big. Like, it's
5: big. So, sometimes you don't see even see your car. It's like, you see your antenna. It's called on English antenna. An antenna. Antenna yeah. sometimes you only see this and then you follow this. It's so funny. I'm just <laughs> having fun on the track it's, It is it is a massive nice. track. I I,
0: I wonder yeah. if they're gonna rebuild it for the day would have to rebuild it for the world so
5: Yeah, 40% or something like that. That's a big but, track to rebuild Yeah, but uh, normally the Spain guys knows like the underground, it's called the ground
0: The, 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 the dirt
5: The dirt the dirt they know everything so i think canas robot and all the other spain guys will be driving away what do you think about
0: i I I think canas is so fast right now like the the thing is
5: canas is like super quick but he also make like me like the little mistakes like what cost five seconds and ongaro like didn't do anything still don't do any little errors
0: crazy insane I, I watched like, Kanes oh, at RCGP yeah. and wow he was just I thought he was faster than Angaro you know in all out speed and pace Dude, what I saw him doing if there's cars man the guy is, he's fast he's fast
5: yeah that's true like also I'm doing like when I practice my first practice session I just put any tire on it like normally pro circuit but you know what I mean compound doesn't mm-hmm. matter know the track second practice I try to get on my pace for the final. So my practice qualifying and semi-finals, I'm practicing for the final. Like where my limit is, then I go like not 100%, like 95, then you know what I mean. So I'm just preparing for the finals, like every session. So what are you doing in dawn time at the
0: track? When you're wrenching? so what are you doing when you're not driving at the track, when you had a race?
5: Like on the race, normally I'm talking with other guys about yeah, yeah. anything else because <laughs> on the racetrack, I don't know why, but I don't like it to talk about SC car. I don't know why. You see I'm just like, talking about, I don't know.
0: You see, like the gu- like one guy that really doesn't like RC cars, but you, you're you good at it and you do it. But you like it that way. No,
5: I, I really like it, but I don't talk about that often. Gotcha. So uh, in school, they asked me, what did you do on the weekend? Yeah, I Went to a track and drove the finish. So, what do
0: your friends think about it?
5: Yeah, it's super easy and blah blah blah. And do then they? They, they they come to me. I give them my radio control here, some C pro, one minute slower at a twenty second lap, <laughs> and they say, "Oh, it's difficult." Wow, I didn't know that. So, do,
0: as a as a young person in RC, <clears throat> right? You you, you saw like. I always say RC isn't cool. You know what I mean? It's it's full of old guys like me who sit around yeah. and, and and talk about RC too much and think we're great. There's not many young young racers like yourself in RC. Maybe in Europe it's a little different. Um do you think like as a young person in RC, you're in it, you're doing it at a high level and you, you're treating it as a hobby, but you're still at a very high level. What, why do you think that young people are not getting into it? And what can we do to fix RC so we can get attract more young people into RC?
5: The thing is, my, when I started, my dad went with us to all big races. Like, mm-hmm. the, f- the first big race for me was with six euros the Euro B, mm-hmm. on the Ongar Ring. Second big race was 2014 in Neo Buggy. I didn't even did the best final, like the first final, but... It's experience. And the thing is, in Germany, we have like four juniors. I'm one and three others. Mm -hmm. They're only racing in their home city or something like that. And the dads uh, don't really support it. Right. Or like in Germany, like the club, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say this, but it's really not good. Or they are not good. So they don't give any money to young children or say, okay, I will pay your start money because your dad has not enough money or something. Mm -hmm. In France, or I think it's in Italy, pay, 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 pay. They will pay you a lot. So that's why maybe you have in Mm France and in Italy a lot of juniors because they can go to the big races because the club says, okay, we will pay you – what's called uh, starting money. Yeah. Help and,
0: you yeah. help travel and, and start in, in France. Yeah. That's, I, That's didn't that. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. That's good.
5: And in Germany, like we have a lot of drivers. Like we ne- we have qualification rates for the nets. Mm-hmm. Like it's pff, crazy full all the time. Like we have a limit 120 mm-hmm. at the nets, but we could easily go like 300 cars. Really? Like it's crazy. full. Yeah. And only what? Only nitro buggy, not eco Truggy. Only one class. What's That's your favorite in track Germany. in Germany? <laughs> we don't have any. Like we have Rain Main mm-hmm. and uh, Santa mine but yeah, probably it's Rain Main. But it's also fifty carpet, fifty oh, okay. um, dirt, and yeah. But yeah, I think it's the best in Germany. Which and one is the closest only to you? Good one.
0: Which, which track is closest <laughs> to you?
5: Uh, 100 kilometer or 70, 80 kilometers. It's like a full carpet track where they play football and oh, you can't right. drive on it. But because you jump and the car is like this. So we never practice that. It's not a track.
0: Wow. So you guys just. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Crazy.
5: The, crazy. Nearest, the nearest good good track is uh, Rain Main, 500 kilometers. So. Interesting, yeah.
0: interesting. Is there anything you would like to see change in our industry?
5: All good. I he think. says all good. <laughs> so I think maybe uh, we need uh, more young drivers, mm-hmm. but I think like we need more guys who supports the uh, hobby. Yeah, we need. So more people. we need. To, we need to go into TV and the other stuff. Maybe into Netflix. We don't know. Yes, and like then a lot more will do it. So I know it's I,
0: I've like, I was watching Netflix, like the world's most obscure sports yo-yo in and rolling cheese wheels <laughs> down a hill and all this stuff. And I'm like, we're so, we're so obscure. We can't even get on this. I think, yeah, uh, unfortunately people make no sense. Yeah. People just don't know what we're doing, man, but we need young guys like you. I mean, Honestly, I don't talk to many 15-year-olds. You don't seem 15 to me. I'm sure you are a regular 15-year-old. But to me, you seem very mature and very very much older than 15. <clears throat> but we need people like you and we need young drivers like you because you guys are the ones that are going to take it to that next level. You guys are the, you're the tech guys. You're the social media guys. You're the, 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 the age of all of that. So you guys are going to take it to that next level. And then the generation behind you guys is going to benefit from it, I think.
5: Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. It will be.
0: All right. Well, I told you this was only going to be forty-five minutes. I enjoyed getting to know you. I want to talk to your brother too now because I would love. Yeah, to I can see... call him. No, we'll... no, no, no. Uh, next, I'm going to interview him next time. But I want to see the difference between you guys because you're just so chilled. Like you know what I mean. You you sound like you want to be on her in the dr on the beach.
3: You know, chilling <laughs> out.
5: But, yeah, um... I'm also in... like. Uh what's called privacy life private. like and, and private life i don't care about anything so <laughs> i'm super chill. i think so Sweet. yeah
0: all right man well um do you want to say shout out and say thank you to anybody before we uh yeah. finish this
5: uh, to my dad and mom who supports me all the time and yeah and also my grandma because she's the best yeah as always
0: and also to borak for pushing you
5: yeah, also to Burak, he, he knows that because only of him I'm fast, and everybody knows that.
0: Incredible, incredible. I wonder what he – I'm going to ask – I wonder if you push him. I'm going to – when I find out, I wonder if he thinks you push him. Maybe not because you're I getting can, faster.
5: I, I can tell you now it's um, – in practice sessions, I don't know how, but he's so much quicker than in the finals qualifying and anything else. But in the practice, he's flying all over the track. Like, I don't know if he's in the finals nervous or something, but in practice, you don't care about anything. And...
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's got to do that focus training, like in Formula 1, where they do the the tennis balls. You seen that? Yeah, yeah. He's got to do that. And then, can, you know, stop being nervous and get his hand-eye coordination. I think all of that stuff needs to come into play in RC. <clears throat> because I think uh, focus training, hand-eye coordination and all that type of stuff is the only exercises that you guys as professional drivers on the level that you guys are at. I know you're not a professional, yeah. yet, but you know what I mean. But uh, man, I, I hope to see you in America next year. You and your brother. I want to finally meet you, your dad and everybody. Joseph oh, and Max always speak very highly of you guys. So that's great. And I enjoyed getting to know you and I hope that I, I honestly, I think a lot of people like me are gonna be shocked that you're only fifteen years old. I, I, I like, <laughs> I can sit off and talk with you all day, like almost, and uh it's incredible. But thank you for your time, man. And I look no forward to seeing you, you and your brother, become the dynamic like we. I want to see like you guys go like take on the RC world, like you know what I mean, and and do it, and 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 do it for. Turkey, do you have for... Hey, hey, that's what I meant to ask. Is there any RC racing in Turkey?
5: Like, we have a track. It's like an eight. Mm-hmm. And they're driving in an eight. So, it's like in Turkey that. But the on-road track in the Turkish are crazy good. Oh, they are crazy good.
0: I forgot to ask that. So, you only do eight scales. So, are we going to see you doing any other genres of RC? We're
5: we f- still thinking about that, but... I don't really like on the road. It's like five minutes and finish. You can't do even like refuel or something. It's boring for me. But there's but 10 scale. It's like, yeah, bro, like 10 scale. We need to see in the future, maybe. But like, Burak, uh, you know, Christopher Krabb, the German the, one?
0: The Who was that?
5: Christopher Krabb. It's German. Christopher Krabb. He's like in the US final top five all the races and modified.
0: I, I've probably heard his name. I, I don't. Follow and... is, it, is this on-road?
5: Yeah, it's on-road. Okay. EOS, like the European on-road series. Like Mark Reinhardt Arkberg, and Bruno always drive there. Mm-hmm. And uh, That he he's getting, like, every time top five. And Borak is same speed with him. So Borak is in everything fast. Wow. Like, I got to interview Borak.
0: How... But you know what? Yeah. Barkan isn't slow either. Barkan just came third after 2 flameouts. So against some of the best in the world so don't you know don't you know don't sell yourself short dude
5: no problem with that. so
0: (laughs) all right, man thank you for your time I'm gonna let you get back to Formula 1 I enjoyed my chat with you and tell your brother I said he's next I wanna talk to him we do and um just keep doing what you're doing man keep doing what you're doing and I I look forward to seeing both of you doing well in RC and being in RC for a long time we need it we need it
5: yeah. Thanks right. a lot that I can be on the podcast. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. I'm going I'm to figure out, i got to find something to rant with JQ so you guys can have a good laugh, you know, I can, <laughs> you know, we can get a good argument, but no, probably not this week. All right, dude. Thank you for your time. And yeah, kill it. Keep killing it, man. Congratulations on third. And I look to, I look forward to seeing big things from you and your brother.
5: Okay. See you soon. <laughs>
3: Bye-bye.
5: <laughs> Bye-bye. Sun City RC
4: Raceway, the home of El Paso's world famous motocross inspired 8 scale off road track. The Showers family has over 20 years' experience creating one of the premier tracks in the USA.
5: Their world class facility has everything
3: handicap accessibility covered best.
5: Space for parking RVs, trailers, and lights for night racing. Follow STRC on Facebook under Sun City RC Raceway for updates upcoming races or host your own race. Yes,
0: and thank you to SCRC. Sorry, I jacked my chair up too high here. There we go. Uh, shout out to SCRC, Sun City RC Raceway, and the Showers family, Joey, Corbin, and Christian. They just had the U.S. open here a few weeks ago. Uh, great family who love RC, and if you are in the El Paso area, please stop by and you know show them some love, because they show the podcast some love, and we greatly appreciate their support. Thank you to those guys. So, nothing real serious, Max, but you know with with Marco kinda starting the whole silly season, this now my yeah. favorite time of the year is her and this is like the time yeah, when I try to too. I try to chill out, but I never chill out with this stuff because my brain just goes, and I get so many little tidbits of information and stuff like that.
1: and it's funny because everyone releases it on Monday, usually, like obviously Marco released now on mm-hmm. Thursday but a lot of guys release on Monday morning. So like Monday is so crazy when everyone like hour by hour, like big names say that I'm changing this. I'm leaving this. It's fun.
0: I think like, we're not going to really go into too much about silly season, but I think it's something that as I think my thought of the week is that I think that's something unique that we have in comparison with many other real full scale sports. And I think we honestly just don't make bigger deal, a big enough deal about it because here we have the top athletes in our in our sport making these mm-hmm. moves, and we're just like, "Oh yeah, it's all so secretive and all that stuff and I yeah, just, I mean I just get so upset at that, and that's why I go so geek out for this stuff so much, and I get so into it because this is exciting to me, and i I feel this is exciting to others. This is the shit that I wanted to listen to, I wanted to know and I was just sitting in the pits, and I didn't know anybody, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Now I have a little bit of an inside view on things. I want the world to know, and I think this makes it exciting. I just don't understand why the industry does not embrace this more.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it's actually nice that sort of uh, the brands don't don't like they try to keep it a bit secret mm. because that's that's what they should do. But I think it's very like I think if you see someone running at the track with the new car, you always say it. You always say like, at least tell your friends and try to share it to someone. Of course, it's nothing I think to that that's fun because that's 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 like you're trying to find something out. Uh, that's that's always fun. So I I encourage everyone to do that. And every time someone's doing something like running a different engine at some race or whatever it is, like try to find that out. Like what circus did. At, with the worlds, mm-hmm. that was actually huge. That was probably one of the biggest, like, journalist things that has been in RC for a long time. Like, Phil used to do it, and Phil was really good with this. Mm-hmm. But since Phil hasn't been around, like, it has to sort of be missing from RC. Phil actually took a lot, like, he actually put a lot of effort in this season as well. Yeah. So, I think I think, I think that's one of the best silly parts season. about RC Media.
0: Yeah, I think this year and and Joseph will probably be around between us three and whoever else we get on her. We're gonna blow this this stuff up this year, and I think we're gonna yeah. see a lot of moves. I, I'm hearing, I'm been hearing things. I think more, more a lot. But I, I, just think, I think I think
1: it's bait. gonna be the craziest silly season. like obviously now we're doing these crazy predictions, and it's gonna be the bore, most boring silly season ever. But like <laughs> I predict. That it's gonna be one of the craziest silly season in a while, because COVID's over. Mm-hmm. Um, next year's the world's year.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, a lot of people, a lot of companies are sort of restructuring, and a lot of companies are sort of like let. I I, I don't I don't know if a, a lot of people are having their contracts ended this year. A good bit uh, People like people like uh, Van Dalen Mayfield. Uh, Everyone running MX engines this year. Mm-hmm. I guess some people have already picked AKA a new engine.
3: Proline. A.K.A.
1: Yeah, what happens with A.K.A.? What happens with uh, TLR? Do they sign a new guy? Are they happy with Cav and Fend? Fend will obviously go to Proline. But apart from that, like, what else happens, Charlie? Will Cav start running uh, OS engines like Fend is doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Like, all that type of stuff. Uh, like... TLR like actually I'm really excited about what T like this silly season could decide if TLR we become sort of the dominant race team in RC like professional race oh, team oh, well, because just... if they do this properly they can make it happen they mm-hmm. TLR can be the uh, sort of the number one in eight scale even if they don't have the, a good car or even even if they don't well, have I like the, they the, have the have a app, new car best tar- drivers.
0: So I heard they I have mean, a new car. That, car.
1: that would be, that'd be cool. I mean, yeah. I'd be down for that as well. Um,
0: but I, I, I would not, I think, I think we have to do like, I think by the end of this year, we, we should get together and do a ranking of the year of these companies and maybe drivers and stuff like that. But uh, TLR is definitely high on my list of companies that we that i just think are going to make major because they just have the most money behind them and
1: yeah exactly um, that's that it's just that really <laughs>
0: and they, they they we thought they were getting other races i think they have a
1: decent it. brand though
0: yes i agree. I think the
1: TLR I agree. has a decent brand they have one of sort of like with associated uh they have sort of one of the strongest brands mm. in my opinion in america at least and well, in no, europe no, no. mugen and Kyosho have a bigger one but it's it's a bit different.
0: Yes, and I'm going to stoke that beef fire as much as I can between TLR yeah. and AEM Mugen, because I think it's AET AEM mugen versus TLR. Um, yeah. And that's this. I am I'm super excited for silly season and I'm super excited for what's coming up in 2022. Uh, and <clears throat> it's going to be also
1: like see. also like Mayako. Who does Mayako sign? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going to happen? Also, RCGP. Uh, which teams are gonna attend yep because as it looks like now, it's definitely going down
4: mm-hmm.
1: so all that this season will this season will be really cool in my opinion and and the techno and the explosion inside the team It, it does that happen does it not yeah who uh, goes, how everything where, goes down? you
0: know like yeah we, we we pretty much have a feeling that we know Seth's oh where does Seth go you know where does he go people are like we could go anywhere, yes. He probably can, but he has to, he can go anywhere that will give him a free car. He has to go somebody that's going to go where that's going to pay him a paycheck. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but even like, I I get that he wants the paycheck, but Mm -hmm. Seth doesn't want to go to a company that will pay him to drive a shitty car.
0: That's true too.
4: Because
1: he won't get the results, his contract will run out. And that's it. You'll feel you like know?
0: Don't, this is what people don't don't understand. There's been plenty of 18, 19, 21 nineteen, twenty-one-year-old fast guys in RC that have 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 chased that paycheck because that's what they want to do, and that's cool. But then when they realize that it don't come, or they do, they make that final mistake and they go to a brand that isn't the best. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the nail in the coffin, and they fizzle out. and They go into reward. <laughs> I don't want to don't see that happen. Lots is
1: amazing. I don't want to see that is <laughs> amazing. Because at every step of the way, apart from Kyosho, Lutz made that exact decision. We're going, well, I don't know if he went for the money per se, mm-hmm. but he made the going for the money move, which is like this is true. going to the shitty brand. But I don't know if he...
0: Not th- shitty. The th- no I don't he that, th- let's not say shitty. Okay. The no Yeah, but It's brand. like
1: non-proven and like no sort of promise brand. Mm-hmm. Because there are brands, like let's say... TLR in two thousand six in uh, in eight uh, scale. That was a non-proven brand, but it had a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. So you would want to go there uh, at that point. Uh, well, at, at that time it was Team Losey, obviously in eight scale. They were big in ten scale beforehand. But like like lots raced for Tamiya in eight scale. He raced for Durango after that. Then techno, techno was now big, WRC. You know what
0: I mean? I uh, no, yeah, yeah, know. Yeah,
1: at that at that time techno was nothing really. Mm-hmm. Like obviously it had a car, it had a business, but it, it wasn't anything it is today. So techno
0: has just made some big moves to just just you know, like if if it's true yeah, what we heard about Baruflo. I mean,
1: I can't understand how they don't run out of money doing this. Oh, well, I, I just uh, think I, that I guess, they're one know. of
0: the team I think they're one of the companies that are really doing well in America and they kind of focused on that and, and now they're going to focus yeah, out into, they they advertise a lot. They give, I know, look, I am not just saying this because they sponsored the podcast because I've actually been to the races and watched them. They, they have a team yeah. atmosphere. People enjoy that. They do that coin thing, which I think is really cool where you can challenge somebody what, else what, for a coin. What, yeah, so they have coins that have numbers on them. So, okay. for instance, like um, at Icebreaker, I watched, I think it was on the 5150 movie uh, that Corey Drakenberg made. So you mm-hmm. can go up and challenge somebody on the team if a higher, not like with a lower number than you. So say you're like 250 and you will say, hey, I'm going up. I want that number five coin. You know what I mean? You can go and okay. find that and challenge that person at that race. To see who wins and stuff like they have little bet i think that's all okay. cool stuff um
1: i mean i i mean i dig it i dig the techno team at for sure like uh, i have nothing against i think what techno is doing as a company and how their team is everything i i mean i'm a huge fan actually mm-hmm. and i have huge respect for what they've done i criticize the car a lot yeah because and, that's uh, the engineering. I, uh, I i that's that's what i'm interested in mm-hmm. mostly but I gotta, I gotta give it to them. I've always like liked the way they did everything. Man, about apart from the car, I'm, <laughs>
0: I'm hearing some young stalwarts who was, who have been with certain teams for many years are branching out on the end. Uh, it's 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 gonna be a very we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see some partnerships that are broken up. Her that you know be like, oh wow, we never would have thought that happened. I think we're gonna yeah. see maybe one or two drivers. Excuse me, sorry. Maybe one or two drivers doing this part time. Maybe one driver out completely. We don't know. Um, so we're getting excited and we're getting prepared for it. Lots of Red Bull, lots of coffee, and uh, it's gonna be a good silly season. So what do you guys think? Do you think it's gonna be a hot silly season this year? And are we gonna get our predictions right? We're not making predictions yet. I love it's
1: that. I love that we really, really hyped it up. Okay, let's make let's make three. Like Marco is settled. Marco is gone. Mm-hmm. So let's predict Marco and let's predict uh, uh, Seth. Well, actually, I don't know anything where even Seth could go. But Marco, let's predict where he he probably is going. Uh, let's try to do three predictions right now. Well, Just three. Um,
0: it's either techno and TMR. we can do like
1: we 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 can do like let's do let's do a prediction where Marco is going and then one other guy who is going somewhere else, and then some guy who's just leaving and we don't know where. Right. Well, okay, Seth is just leaving, mm-hmm. so <laughs> that's that. But then pretty let's predict where Marco goes and then some other change.
0: Well, I, I'm pretty sure Marco is... Going to take Um yeah. Um, I think that's
1: certain at this point. But so I mean, now we need anything to Anything can happen. Figure out anything can happen surprising. though.
0: Anything can oh, after can. especially after an announcement like this he just made. And who knows what teams are saying, hey, we got this for you right now. And I think TLR yeah. is one of them. And if, if AE is smart, they might go after him to team him up with uh if his because him and Ungaro are good friends. But maybe Kyosho too.
1: Uh, no, I think Kersha is done. I'm okay. sorry, guys. Okay. All right, but... That's my take. I think CJ is leaving as well. Yeah, I but think he Let's let's, have... let's try to do... Let's do something. Okay, th- let's do one, because we have those two which are pretty much certain. Seth will leave and Mark will yeah, go. Yeah, but where techno. does Seth go? I mean, I... Like, we talked about WRC. WRCs
0: because of send it RC, possibly um yeah where where does this is the thing where does seth fit in 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 a team yeah Uh,
1: uh, 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 i'd say if he wants to make a salary wrc is probably his yeah best and only choice s works maybe like if he wants to make good amount of money s
0: works too i think he'll fit in good at s works
1: you know what actually yeah probably probably something like that i like
0: I hope a Rufulo does not go to S-Works and just become another cog in the wheel, in the European wheel that is S-Works, though. I just thought of that.
1: No, but dude, like that guy with an S-Works, I'd, I'd say he's faster than Canis.
0: Probably. He drives
1: I, like Canas, but faster. I just don't want them. They have all the fast drivers, too, and they
0: continue to have them.
1: Think anybody they is don't gonna win. From, <laughs> That's weird. Well, they always they second or third. Him. Yeah,
0: they do. Um, I think Cav is straight for another year. His contract's up. Yeah, I just don't know where Seth ends up. I mean Losi doesn't does and, and the thing is like if you go to Losi, you're gonna have to run you're gonna have to run ten scale. If you go to Associate, you're gonna have to run 10 scale.
4: Eugen, you
3: know
0: what? Yugen
1: does not open up their press strings. That's why Tanner Denny is doing it part-time. No. I think the best move for Seth Van Dalen and for the company that would hire that would sort of get him would be HB. Mm-hmm. I don't think HB can afford to pay him like a full, full salary. But I think HB can afford to pay him a part salary and uh, then some other company will pay something else. Let's say tire sponsor, engine sponsor. Mm. I think if this was a perfect world, Seth would go to HB. That's my sort of...
0: I think Mayaka would be a good landing spot for him too, but he still has to prove himself too.
1: Yeah, to me, to me, like, if he went to Mayako, that would be as good or better move as HB. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he has sort of the attitude and the sort of willingness to go to Mayako. Yeah, because if you... I don't, if, know, I don't know. the first the real I, top I really, driver
0: for Mayako is going to be is going to be like...
1: Well, I kind it's of know who like, it is, but I will not say. Yeah,
0: I know who it is, too, but I'm not going to say who it is, either. But, like, that yeah. person who's available to people, like, you know how long, like, people's waited for somebody somebody to not, you know, to have to drive one of JQ's produced cars, like, that a good, that can drive it better than him. Uh, You know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say. Like, a driver that... You know, somewhat yeah. top drive. I don't think they're going to be a I'd top, actually, top you know
1: what? Now that you brought up Mayako, I'd actually wish he would go to Mayako. I don't know the people, so mm-hmm. I, I'm not taking that into consideration. But the way he drives uh, the the place where he is in America mm. and uh, all that, I think he would win very well in there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I doubt that uh, Mayako would be able to pay him a proper salary, but I doubt... HP would either,
4: mm-hmm.
1: but if he goes to HP or Mayako, I'm very very happy for him either way. Mm-hmm. If he goes to some other brand, if it's, it's not let's say Mugen or AE, I I'm gonna be like, okay, you know,
0: mm-hmm. I I just don't see room for him at AE or Mugen either. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, like and, I don't
1: see that happening really. And Mugen has Drake TLR they, could be yes. TLR could be cool. Maybe just but that would be specialist. better for TLR, but. TLR could be it would be better for TLR than it would be would be with Seth I think the reason I wanted to go to HP or Mayakro is because that would benefit both so, you know, they'll, they'll be sort of HP would have a uh, a good driver on, on top of Cole and Some rumored drivers that are gonna join but I think Seth would still be the number two in America mm-hmm. uh, after Cole and He would have a sort of a good car with him uh, that to me at least looks like it would suit him striving style. So I would like to see that happen.
0: All right. Let's, 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 let's do talk one. talk about somebody that's on the one, bubble. one more. One more. Okay, okay. Maybe we're on the same wavelength in mind. Well, maybe we're on the same wavelength here.
1: Joe Bornhorst. Wow, that's that's out of the part. Do you think he would leave? I think, think? I think that- do you have some do you have some rumors, or is it just a thought?
0: Let's just put some things into play her real quick. So we're only supposed to spend five minutes on this, but we've gone over. So he had to blow up excited. he had the blow up with Seth at the Nationals. He then He's went had that before as far well, as Right, but the it, team, it was public some some idiot caught it publicly. I don't know who that was. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> It was just a mistake. I just happened to catch it, people. Sorry.
1: Yeah, but that was good. Like, that's what you need to but do. But that's at what races. happens that's after these races. You know
0: what I mean? That's what happens. Yeah, every so time. Every I think, time. Almost. I think that might have sent some ripples in the force there. And uh, because... not, not but it was,
1: I, uh, the thing is, it was Seth, though. Oh, no, it was
0: Tyler. No, it was Seth or and Seth, Seth and Seth. and Joe. And then it was kind the of funny. The thing is, because like,
1: Seth, I, I, we are we are sort of agreeing that Seth will leave. So I would imagine Techno is taking Joe's side on this this stuff, right? No, I don't know though because they're pretty fair. on the on the
0: board with things like that too. You know what I mean? And they is? yeah, well, like,
1: wait, they, okay. I can, I can, I can see that. I can see that. that
0: like they they kind of like you know they, that's how they kind of keep the guys straight. Um, and I, I mean, I, I know like they kind of suspended Seth. Was it Lisher or Lasher for a bit? And I, th- I honestly think I don't know. I haven't heard anything, but it's a suspicion that I think Joe actually got suspended after that. He did go to the E Nationals, but I think that was already mm-hmm. planned. But if he re- did, he did not go to Wicked Weekend, and he has been. He has. He's. He's just not been. He. Di- he didn't go to Southern Nets. I don't think, or did he? Yeah, he might have been to Southern Nets. Um, not yeah, he sure. Did. But he's he did been go more Southern quiet Nets. after
1: that, though. Exactly. He's been more quiet for sure.
0: He's been very quiet, and I just don't. I don't, oh. I just put that together. See, that's the type of stuff that peaks my, my silly season radar. And then the thing is, the funny thing is, is that I don't I don't, I'm not the only one thinking like that because there are other people like, hey, you don't think it's kind of funny and I was like, yeah. And
1: I was just, you know
0: so, yeah, he was sorry, Joe was at at, what
1: temp, if, at Southern Nationals. So what if it is Seth out and Baru, Seth and Bornhurst out and Barufalo in? I don't know where Bornhorst fits in.
0: S-Works? I can't. TLR, dude. TLR. Really? And just do eight? Well, yeah. Well, I think he can do 10 scale too. You know what I mean?
1: But I don't think TLR really
0: care that much. Oh, okay. They, they probably, have, they, they they probably say care, they have Fend and these young need guys care. to worry about 10 scale. We yeah. want an eight scale specialist. I don't want to see Joe Moorehouse out of RC. I want, like see, I want to see Moorehouse embrace his, like, I'm the asshole at, mantra and, like, use that I'm as a character. Asshole. Yeah, because I think it's kinda embraced like, you know, I'm I'm I get it. I'm not gonna be everybody's friend all the time. Embrace that and make a character out of it and bring some charisma to RC. It'd be great. Uh He's
1: definitely a charismatic person, that's no doubt.
0: Well, you would know all about that 'cause you almost, you, almost, you are almost very charismatic and personal with you. <laughs>
1: oh yeah
0: that was just one of the
1: <laughs> i never even talked to him but he <laughs> hey i he, swear at that like, moment if i, I could have know.
0: disappeared i would have um but anywho i just think <laughs> i think we it's just somebody that we haven't mentioned i mean i could be saying this and he could still all right so max's okay. camera died uh he could still be staying at techno because he's just been with them so long which i hope happens for him too yeah so I, I just can not really see
1: him going i like f- Tech, the fit with techno even if it was suspended is still better than any other company I would, would agree from I feel like I agree but my, so, my
0: my there's a disturbance in the silly season force and my midichlorians <laughs> are definitely pinging so I don't know okay uh, so
1: our bold prediction is born horse out of techno that's a yeah. like really bold prediction yeah okay I I don't I'm not backing that but okay I'll go with you
0: okay and I don't think I think where we're going to see a lot of shuffling is in, uh, tires and, and, and engines too. Maybe not too yeah, many. Tires gonna...
1: will be completely redone. Everyone from AK, I think will be out.
0: We're going to see a lot and, of uh, younger, fast guys making chassis changes this year.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Drivers like, uh, well, like, not like Pavides, Jackson Russell. but I
0: think like Pavides, but, I think guys like that, you're going to mm, see them. I move. don't, I
1: don't think Pavides is going to change. But, uh, well, actually, now that we talk about this, Hot Race, mm-hmm. does he hang out with Tessman? Does or he does hang out hang with Cogden?
0: Yeah. Exactly. We so, so We haven't I even mean, mentioned yeah, X-Ray will... in this whole thing. Like, actually, like, we've completely forgot about that. Seth can go to X-Ray. There's a perfect fit for him right there. But I think I, mean, I think where they would yeah, get in trouble no. is that <laughs> his dad would bump heads with Gord, and then they would all bump heads with, yeah. with Martin and uh, well, not with Martin with Uri.
1: I think that yeah, would be the issue. I mean, hard to say what's going on with X Ray. Mm-hmm. Really, we, we forgot about that. They are a bit odd. They're about missing them. a driver in Europe for sure. They're missing a driver in America. They have losing drivers. Besides, well, they, they have tie. Yeah,
0: but they need that double. You know, and I don't recognize you need that double. Jalen was sword.
1: actually a perfect fit. I know. I wish they didn't mess it up. Where does Jalen go? I don't know. The school? Maybe. Hard to say. Yeah. It looks like that, but I hope it isn't because he's a t- really talented guy. I
0: I just think that they're, they're very disappointed with just the level of support that they're getting from Kaiosu at the moment. I mean, it's 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 a shame. Oh, I mean, it's a
1: shame they don't get anything. They get support from A Main. That's it.
0: Yeah, I and. Think. It's a shame I don't and CJ is such a nice young man,
1: and I don't want to see him out of RC So uh, hopefully yeah, and, he and sticks the thing in. is like he he I, I feel like he likes RC He's I mean one of the smartest guys at that age. He's a few years younger than me. I believe 17 I, I mean, yeah I, I, I've i always gotten like a really smart vibe for him and I'm a huge fan of him So yeah. I wish he would go Into a and, and, dude. He's a world's a finalist. Mm-hmm so what? if he if he doesn't get a drive for next year, like a proper drive where he can travel, right? I want to see him racing. Like
0: I don't want to see what happened within yeah. the last two years. You know what I mean? I yeah, wanna see exactly, him racing.
1: exactly. I don't want to yeah. see no.
0: I don't want to see RCFC CJ, without CJ but
1: you we were supposed to be quick with this. I know. We were so we're gonna, like you know what? Minutes.
0: We're gonna stop at her. We're, <laughs> we're gonna stop at her. We're gonna <laughs> stop at her because we get excited, and now we're gonna be. This could have been a whole other podcast. All right. Um yeah. as you guys know, this our, this podcast is brought to you by Lugs Racing. Lugs Racing has over 55 years of combined RC experience. They have been testing wheels, treads and rubber for performance. You have the Lugs Econ tires which are developed with racing budgets in mind. High quality but lower cost means savings that can be passed on to you, the racer. We also have their premium line of tires. They are for pure performance and made using custom lugs molds and their proprietary rubber compound mix that they have the tires are available in medium soft, super soft, mega soft and now in long wear you can visit them at www.lugs.com and use the promo code nnrc to save some money and with that I'm going to say thank you to all of our sponsors they are mayako beach rc tnr fuels high tech rc techno rc sun city rc raceway obviously lugs racing tires donathan rc leads uh donathan rc best charging leads out there i love them i have them over there i'm gonna order some more here and hit you up zach i need some more um check them out we have a coupon code for that it's uh in the written written description of this podcast papa willy's traction tonic they just released a new compound called blue check it out you have a a promo code that you can save 10 percent on there it is nnrc racecraft usa uh chasing the boys we have a promo code there nnrc squad and of course rcgp and house of rc max uh thank you for your time dude it was fun and we was only supposed to go two hours and we went two and a half but hey uh that's how it that's goes what happens. thank you to barkan killick for his time and i look forward to interviewing uh his brother Borak. uh great they seem like a very great family i i i Really want to meet them one day. And uh, who's excited for silly season? This guy. <laughs> and I can't wait. It's going to be fun to talk about this stuff. And, man, it's it's looking like 2022 or 2022 is... Uh, 2022, I said 20,000. I'm way ahead. Uh, 2022 <laughs> is going to be a very uh, busy RC year if COVID doesn't mess it up. And... I am super freaking excited about that, man. And I am excited for Christmas and all that type of stuff. And it's going to be a great 2022. I'm glad to have Max on board more full time now. And we're going to add some more co-hosts that will rotate in as well with us. We're going to, you know, we're revamping a lot of things at the podcast and it needs that young hip stuff. Oh, discord. Don't forget the discord. Yeah. Yeah. We want to grow that. And we're we're enjoying the Discord
1: that. Discord is Discord is really great. We just need to get more people to join it. Right now, it's it's like there's some conversation every day, mm-hmm. so it's it's being good already. Like, let's get more people into it. And yeah, uh, I wanna yeah, I we, wanna have a thousand really plus good.
0: people in there, man. Come on, we only got we got hundred and ten yeah. there. Let's get let's get up to five hundred people by the end of the year. That's the goal. Let's yeah. get five hundred people in our Discord. And you guys will enjoy it. And then the thing is, once we get in there and we can open up more things, we can talk about a lot more things. Like, you know, and and stuff like that. All right, um, Max, thank you for your time. You know what? Thank you to all of the listeners of the podcast, the NNRC squad. We cannot do it without you guys. We greatly appreciate all of your support, uh, listening, sharing, uh, asking questions. We ask that you continue to do that. Please use our affiliate links. Please use our... our, Coupon codes. It helps us out a lot. We, and, you know, just leave reviews as well. Please leave a review. That's actually how Max got his nickname. And that helps us out too. And that, yeah, he got it off a review. And that helps put our podcast out in the stratosphere more. Don't forget our YouTube channel. Please uh click and like and sub that. We're almost at 1,500 subs. I haven't really been putting too much effort in this. I just kind of have it as a as something for people to watch these podcasts, but we're going to be using uh, a lot more video next year as well in our podcast. So we're excited about that. And I just have to say thank you to the patrons of the NNRC. We greatly appreciate your support and you guys allow me to be able to do this and now help Max come on and do things like this. So we greatly appreciate that. And if you wish to be a patron of the podcast, there will be a link for everything in the written description of this podcast. Max, do you have anything you want to say before we sign out of her, good buddy?
1: Uh, join the Discord, enjoy life, and uh, get ready for silly season.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like that. You know what? Nitro is the glory. E-Buggy pays the bills. If you ain't grinding, you're sliding. Lefty and Max are. Oh, we can't, he can't give you a salute because his camera died. So
1: see you yeah. later, Max. I'll do it still. <laughs>
2: We can't see. I'm doing it, dude. We can't see. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you need to trust me, dude.